0: You are watching and listening to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, number one podcast in the universe and the world in America for freedom when it comes to all kinds of freedoms, but especially when it comes to the Second Amendment. We are the number one. Of course, what I want to remind all you guys to do out there is go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. We have lots of good things on there. Lola has Lola's deals. There's a page on there that sh- that shows you all the alternate platforms we're on. Tell There's a page that tells you all the different ways that you could support us. So please go check that out. One of the ways you can support us is by um, signing up for U.S. Law Shield through our link. So if you want to get some protection, for when you use your protection, you can sign up for U.S. Law Shield. And um, our link, if you do a yearly membership, you save some money. Plus, we get a couple of shekels that helps us to keep doing this show. So thanks to all the people who have done that and who continue to do it. We appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, there's a link on, on HankStrange.com as well as there's one here in the chat. We really can't throw that up on, in the, into the YouTube thing. Uh, because they use that against us for some reason. So um, make sure you guys check that out. All right, enough said there. I'm going to load my guests into the window here, and I'm going to smash the open, and we're going to get into this. Um, Don't forget to hit the thumbs-ups, share this with your friends, all that kind of good stuff. Big shout-out to Harry's Holsters for sponsoring the show here. If you use the code Hank Strange, you can save yourself uh, 10% at Harry's Holsters. So make sure you check them out. They make uh, quality Kydex holsters. Shout out to, to Harrison out there. Um, all right. Let's smash the open and get into this.
1: Welcome back to the Hank hey Stone situation.
0: Don't forget Watch to hit that subscribe button. Smash the logo. thumbs ups, Ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. Here we go. Here goes the bell. I'm trying to do this as gently as possible at my bell and not drive anyone crazy. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. Of course, traditionally here we do jazz hands. Come on, let's see the jazz hands from let's all do it, these, baby. these macho dudes. We got macho dudes from around the world joining us today. Um, uh, so let's do this. Let's do this here. First of all, this is episode 809 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, and my guests. Are, we, we have Smash Time. Smash Time is joining us once again. There he goes. All Look right. at that. Wall of freedom behind him. This is everything you need to know about uh, Smash Time is behind you. And it's all capitalized Smash Time on YouTube, right? That's how people find you. Yes. Okay. There you go. All capitalized. Also joining us is uh, my friend Rob McNeely of Tusk. Tusk Crypto also sponsors the show. Full disclosure. Right, gotta right. let the folks know. Um, and Rob's got some special announcement. F- well, actually, one special announcement that we're going to get into here. Um,
2: maybe more than one. Maybe ma- ma- more. Oh, maybe, maybe more than three. one.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. So we've got that. And for- let me do this first. Um, so Smash Time. This is Rob McNeely of Tusk. Rob McNeely of Tusk. This is Smash Time. Intros are made. Uh, so Smash Time says he doesn't know about Tusk. I don't know if we should start there. What questions would you what? have about this Smash Time? Yeah, he obviously doesn't want. Me. He doesn't look. He doesn't look at my show. He doesn't look at my show. So, well,
1: I've you know. been down with the co- the Kofi for weeks. Uh, oh. <laughs> <COVID. So>.
0: yeah. <laughs> Boss Hog says my buddy from around the corner, of Smash Time is on tonight, and there you go. Uh, so you've been down with the COVID. You got the COVID. So this is yeah. your excuse why you don't know about Tusk. So uh,
1: you know what? That's a pretty good one. I think I'll go with that. Think, go
0: with I think I think Rob McNeely is going to stop sponsoring me since uh, you don't know about I'm Tusk, interested. man. I'm, 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 I'm in big trouble now.
1: <laughs> I'm super interested in Tusk, so I'd like to know more about
0: it. Okay, go go for okay. it, Rob. It's all you. <laughs> uh,
2: we are a cryptocurrency An open source cryptocurrency. We developed to protect gun owners from being deplatformed.
0: There you go. I mean, uh, what else do you want to know? What questions do you have after that smash time?
1: I mean, how does it work? Is, is it the same as the like the other cryptocurrencies where you buy, I mean, what's the price on it now?
2: Uh, it's better than the other cryptocurrencies. <laughs> Um, As far as price wise, price is always fluctuating and um, we're kind of newer compared to a lot of other cryptocurrencies. But So we're going through a big growth spurt right now. We've got a bunch of big relationships and things that we're working on with big players in the gun industry over the next 6, 12, 18 months. But um, we're not focused on creating some kind of hype coin investment. We're creating cryptocurrencies actually spent, unlike every other cryptocurrency out there. So our focus is trying to solve the big payments problem in the gun industry, which is much bigger than just trying to develop some kind of hype coin like Doge or something else like that. So we don't really worry about price right now. And and so that's what I always tell people is like, we're, we're not here to like hype some crazy overnight get rich quick scheme. We're out, we're three and a half years old. We've never hyped price. We've always focused on trying to solve our mission, which is to help gun retailers.
1: Nice, so if say I'm brand new, I've never heard of you guys. And I have a thousand dollars. How do I even go about buying Tusk?
2: What do so I there's a. The, there's a list of retailers on our website at tusk.network that you can buy from or i'm sorry exchanges not retailers but exchanges um where you can buy i think we're on four exchanges we're going through some flux right now and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight probably because we're doing our big first hard fork starting next week so i wouldn't i probably would wait another couple weeks before you bought anything if you're going to um because we're doing a big network upgrade that's going to take a week um and we're going to be doing some shuffling around of the exchanges that we're on as well so i would wait a couple right. weeks but um we got a lot of big big things we're working on so we're super excited
0: yeah uh let me just do this real quick guys forgive me um someone gave us some money money
2: money way. money <laughs> money
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big thanks to toxic patch company who i spoke to today he says hi um and uh brass catcher says that's a badass gtr uh post where where is this oh right behind your head there I see one that shows all the different looks like it has all the different years.
1: Oh, that's actually a uh, cut out of uh,
0: steel. Oh, this okay. one here. yeah. Oh, very cool.
1: Yeah. So I was at Nashville Metal Art where I picked up this sign and one of the mm-hmm. guys um, that worked there made that as like uh, a goof. And mm-hmm. uh, he knew I had a GTR and he's like, hey, man, you can have it. So, man, love Nashville Metal Art. Those guys are fantastic.
0: OK, Give very a- cool. That's cool. Yeah. Free merch. I love it. Uh, yeah <laughs> free merch always good always good <laughs> never uh never anything wrong with that okay so um i don't know if you had any other questions about tusk before we got you know we get into we should probably start with the big news here uh and rob you've got dude, a lot of light on your face you're
2: dude very, I, i'm just white very, You're looking i'm very, just white <laughs>
0: You're glowing. You're like your skin is made of diamonds, like those vampire dudes. <laughs>
2: I I am really. I'm like a sparkly vampire, but I I can I can play around. You know. Oh, uh, yeah, That's good. That's good.
0: Right there. Right there.
2: Uh, but see mm. now, I look like a ghostly head and like a dark. Room no, you don't. Eyes. You look, look. Hold
0: on. Look. Let's go. Go full screen. <laughs> see that way. See now we could see your. I don't know. I'm going to assume your eyes are blue. And be racist? I don't know. They're what green. Okay. green. Okay. Uh, okay, not
2: all white people are just green-eyed or blue-eyed. <laughs> so most have green eyes. Uh,
0: yeah, most of you guys have brown eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is gonna just start so much trouble. Um, it's going downhill already. Yeah, we got to have a little racism in the show. Helps everything. So, um, do you want? Do you want to tell folks? You know, what's the big thing here? I think uh, folks would be interested in this. And um, I can pull up the website of the big announcement you have so Um, we can get into that.
2: Yeah. So um, a couple months ago, a gentleman named Alex out of California runs a machine shop and Mm -hmm. he wanted to get into creating 80 percent lowers. Mm -hmm. And he said he was interested in accepting Tusk. Mm-hmm. And back and forth over the last couple of months, we've kind of been helping him and he just got his site live. But what we kind of came up with is an idea because he wants to be uh, he's going to be accepting Tusk He is accepting Tusk, mm-hmm. um, And we said, why don't we do a limited run of Tusk themed 80 percent lowers with the Tusk logo mm-hmm. engraved on them? And these are right now, they're only accepting Tusk. He, the website just went live like in the last five minutes.
0: So it's APM 80 dot com. So Alpha, correct. what's the P, what's the what's what's the someone tell me what the super tactical thing is for peace. What is it?
2: Precision. Alex Precision Machine.
0: OK, so 80. APM. Yeah, APM 80. 80. Um, so
2: so I'll, since I'll, we've I'll been
0: open this page here.
2: So so what he did is we came up with doing a limited run of 80% Tusk lowers, one through 25. There's only 25 mm-hmm. of these is gonna be made. We, maybe there'll be another run. But at this point, we said, let's make 25 of them. Mm-hmm. And these can only be bought with Tusk. There is a premium, because there's, you know, and by the way, I'm not getting them. These are just his project. I'm just letting people know. But mm-hmm. it's the process where we can only buy them with Tusk. Now the thing is, because we've been helping him, I got mine already.
0: Oh, okay. So hold on. I will. (laughs) I'll go to you. I'll go to you so you can show. So you got yours in your in your box and you'll be uh, unboxing it. So if I will
2: unbox it live.
0: Yeah. So folks. number one. Yeah. So folks have questions about it, which I know is going to come up because it's an 80 percenter. You can feel free to jump in here. Smash time with any questions about this. Um, it's oh, yeah. not serialized. It's just a special, like first edition run. So it's from right. one, so one to twenty five. So the folks who out who who have Tusk out there and and know how to use their Tusk can buy it. How how are you paying for this with
2: Tusk? I bought him. He, there's a payment gateway on his website, so you check out, and and mm-hmm. you have to just be in your Toss wallet, and then once it goes to the checkout page, um, it'll ask you to go to your wallet and send them the amount of money, and within like a 30 minute time period, and then it confirms. Yeah, and we went through. This far. So I went through this over the weekend. Okay. And then last weekend's when I bought mine because mm-hmm. I got to pick and I wanted number one. Right. So and they just literally honestly and i and i pinged you earlier they just got in the mail to my house today yeah i haven't even know i haven't even opened it yet
0: yeah my if i was choosing my number i would have gone f- for number four that's my lucky number but, uh, 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 yeah but flying rich says how much tusk is 195 dollars you just have to use a, a dollar to tusk converter I don't know, let me see if I can pull that up.
2: Well, no, I actually it will calculate it for you.
0: It, so it calculates it in that in the thing when you when you're going through.
2: Yeah. That's part of the payment gateway. It does that okay. automatically on the fly. It'll tell you what the So you got to understand with crypto, it's kind of like gold or oil. The price is always changing because mm-hmm. it's commodity priced. And so mm-hmm. what happens is he's saying it's going to be this amount of dollars worth of Tusk and then when you go to check out, it says it's going to be this many Tusk. And mm. then it automatically tells you the exact amount you need to set.
0: Yes. And Flying Rich, you should have that much tusk because I heard uh, Flying Rich is a tusk millionaire. So,
2: yeah, it's, it, yeah, yeah it's so there's like, I, I haven't looked at what the, the current price is, but mm. it, it's generally right now a million Tusk is, I don't know, give or take a hundred bucks. So it's yeah. probably two million tusks, I'm guessing. Or close I don't to know, three, I close to,
0: to three or something. Uh, no like what do you say oh no you said it's uh about a hundred dollars is about a million tusk so yeah about yeah. two million ish there I'm you go it. yeah uh ryanberg says good number four good number four that's basically my lucky number because that's how many of us it is in the family me lola and the two boys so and- there you go
2: well, well, I didn't know I would have said something different, but I know, um, I'm not going to cry about it too much. Just a little bit. You've cried about it twice. already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to guilt the person out of who got number four. I'm trying to guilt them out of it. You should feel uh, very ashamed of yourself for having number four.
2: I'll tell my I'll tell my I'll tell my daughter how you feel. Oh, oops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, whoops. Uh, but, OK, OK. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So if uh, I don't know if Flying Rich right now is out there trying to buy it, let us know how it goes. Uh, What do you think, Smash Tom? Should we go to him unboxing right now? Or did you have questions? I
1: definitely want to see an unboxing, see what it's all about.
0: Yeah. All right. And then if you guys have questions out there, um, let us know. Uh, Ryan Berg says, I'm a 44 man man myself, but fours are winners. There you go. Um, So there you go. So, all right, let's and go. Ryan, to mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead. Ryan was a pro ball player, so I take that. Uh, that's a big deal.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, you know this Ryan Berg dude. <clears throat> I do. Oh, okay. So, is he number 44? What team is he on, can we say?
2: He's not on a team now. He's not on a team.
0: Was. Okay. What, who did he play for?
2: Ask Ryan. I'm, yeah, I'm not tell, here to sell us. Ryan.
0: Tell us, Ryan, what team were you on? I'm guessing his number on there was 44. I don't know anything about sports. So Yes, yeah, I yeah. I'll,
1: I'll, all i watch is ufc and that's about it
0: i might watch uh women's beach volleyball if it's on yeah you know and i stumble across it sometimes I was, like women's I tennis watch, or, yeah. you know i watch that
1: <laughs> i was watching ladies championship cornhole the other day that was very oh i
0: don't even want to know about that <laughs> it's big in
1: texas man cornhole
0: that's the game. Oh, is oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, ladies, All right, ground.
2: maybe that's the different than when I hear the. Word yeah, exactly. Corner. Yeah, when, when <laughs> I hear.
0: <laughs> yeah, when I hear it, I think people from Texas oh. obviously think something else.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's how we do it down here.
0: Yeah, ladies, corn
1: all on the hands, it's fun.
0: <laughs> Ryan Berg then, says, um, "I was drafted by the Phillies out of Philadelphia." So there he goes. Um, all right, so. All right, enough of ladies' cornhole. Let's go to Rob uh, McNeely. <laughs>
2: do I don't think lesson. I can do this anymore. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm losing it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, go ahead, Rob. You know how this show so, goes, man.
2: <laughs> downhill, usually. Yes. Um, all right, so this is the box I got. And, and I've, never, I've never done it on... I've never done an unboxing video. So this is the first and I've actually kind of excited. Like it's actually not a bad kind of like logo he's got here. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I like and that then, trident. Uh, um, that's kind of, that's a trident, right?
2: A trident yeah. But that's a for, shield. and, and this is Alex, the sheet, so I guess that's yeah. the M. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. I like it.
2: So, so, so out of the gate, I'm like excited, but oh, wow, dude, holy crap. This is, this looks cool. It looks like a steak. Mm-hmm. So he so look at the inner box. I just pulled it out of the box and look at that.
0: Uh, okay. He wrapped
2: it's... it like a steak. Oh, oh wrapped up okay. pretty. Okay,
0: brown paper. Okay.
2: He's got stickers, like so I'm actually I'm already pretty impressed. You don't Very see nice. people do that, like even with big companies. And this is a company. No, so they just put company. it in a
0: box and send it out to you. So no scratches on this. In. Yeah.
2: Um yeah. and so alright. So I'm gonna like and and I haven't even pulled this out, so understand like this has not been looked at by me yet. So this is the very first tusk 80% lower, one of 25, and this is number one. Oh boy. Oh, Look okay. at that. That looks pretty good. Look at that. Uh, uh let me get a little in the camera. Oh, so there you go. You that's turn in that's it or, it. So this
0: is a 80%er. What's left to be done on this?
2: It looks like it's right the there. normal.
0: Yeah, right there. It's got a.
2: So this is not a firearm, mm-hmm. obviously. Yes. Um. And so if you look here, and we talked about this, it mm-hmm. this is not this is like machined out of like nice billet. This is mm-hmm. high end aluminum. Yeah, I'm backwards here. Like, um. So let's see. Can we focus a little bit? And let's see if I can focus on that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is like good stuff. Sixty sixty one okay. aluminum. And this is the mill high-end um, hard coat anodized. So this is like not like the cheap anodized, and you can mm-hmm. feel the difference. It feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, and then now the cool thing is, and he did some cool things, and you know a lot about guns, and anybody who sees this, but take a look at the, uh, the, mag the little uh, bolt release hmm uh, uh so can you is it clear can you see i'm trying to I, focus I so it's threaded so he threaded this
0: oh cool okay
2: and, you know, and you know most of those take a roll pin i'm, I'm trying to get it in focus but
0: yeah there you go it's not real yeah i mean it's going to be tough to see the threading here but yeah
2: yeah so that's not a roll pin it's threaded so that's usually mm-hmm. That's something you see on really high-end lowers. Let me see if I can get mm-hmm. it from this end. Some
0: sideways, yeah. Okay.
2: So cool. Uh, 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 um, yeah, that doesn't work. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not. See, I've you can tell I've never done an unboxing video before. Mm-hmm. So don't hire me for this job. So that's threaded. But here's the thing: I've never seen this before. So you know when you like take apart an AR and then the little spring back here just goes pew when you take off mm-hmm. your buttstock? Mm-hmm. He threaded that too.
0: So all of that is threaded. Uh huh. Okay.
2: That and that's something. Or is it focusing a little bit? Uh, I'm just trying to. See. I don't.
0: Yeah, but I've never seen. I don't know about sma- Smash Time. Have you done any? Um, yeah. Eighty percent builds, much less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No,
1: I've never done an eighty percent build, but I put mm-hmm. a couple lowers together. Yeah. That spring um, uh, can be a pain if you lose it.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: oh absolutely. Well, Every but, time but, I lose that. But that's the rear detent normally that's just set in there, but he threaded that. Mm-hmm. And I've only seen that on really, really high end ARs. And so this is not like some slap together, low end, you know, 80% or, or even like some low end, or this is a really high end, well designed,
0: Yeah, you looks, know, you got
2: the built in billet built This is a high end 80. Yeah. looks um, great. By any stretch. So I'm super excited to see this logo on this, this this 80% lower.
0: Uh D stands um, 14 says that looks like a arrow m4 e1 dot h. <laughs> <So there laughs> sure. It's not the, Oh of course. I, yeah, I literally saw the so, so, Yeah.
2: So literally um through the process of this, he literally sent me pictures of the the, the aluminum on okay. the like palette mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like look at this, all the chunks that we got so i'm pretty stoked um mm-hmm. about this no that's and very cool and chris gonna...
0: bullis is chastising me he says 20 of the work is left hank let me hold on a second i gotta do my math here <laughs> Eighty. <laughs> if you take 100 and take away 80 it's like 20 but if you add the 20 in i don't know carry the six it. yeah what is it become after that. Flying Rich says, uh, Rob, what do I do with the QR code? I don't even know what he's talking about there. Is this is you, there you don't
2: q- need you don't don't you don't need to do anything with the QR card. Just uh yeah. you don't need to do anything with the QR code. Just copy yeah. it.
0: Yeah, there's um there's there's some people right now trying to someone said that our link that we have to Tusk isn't working. So I'm trying to get Lola on that. Um so I either think I think she's working on it. I don't know. Or Lola wait, yeah, Lola's still here. Um, so we'll we'll get Lola to get on that. Uh, and then d says, typo on the H. So there you go. And then Vanessa Kitty says, when I buy Tusk, how do I get the actual secure files with the Tusk? I don't want it sitting in some Coinbase server. I'm guessing... Yeah, isn't no when go, you, go, yeah, when you
2: ahead. when you when you buy Tusk, um, you then go set up a free Tusk a wallet uh, account at Tusk Network, and then you move it, and you initiate that movement from within inside the exchange account.
0: Okay, and um, so let's see here we've got we've got multiple questions coming in. Smash time! Just feel free to interrupt anytime. And uh, Flying Rich said he just bought number seven. Yay, Flying Rich! He's Ooh, in the club. I, uh,
2: I just got a text. that. I, my friend just said he bought number ten. Okay. So I think these are going to sell out pretty quick.
0: Yeah, number seven and number ten are gone. You've got one to four, obviously. With which oh, I wasn't consulted. Which I wasn't consulted on. I don't know.
1: I hope there's one for me because I'm kind of interested in getting one of these things. Yeah, too. we got to
0: we got to figure out. And DLD um, DLD After Dark says he wants to uh, he wants to get up on tusk. I don't know if you know DLD After Dark. He's also got a show and stuff like I- that.
2: I don't. So uh, how do how do people how do
0: yeah? So here's what I was gonna say. Like obviously Tusk sponsors the show here, and I'm people ask me that all the time. Like how does that work? There's folks out there who do this kind of stuff. Like let's say a Smash Time, a DLD After Dark. Is there a way that uh, they can get involved with Tusk?
2: Yeah. Well. The, the main way is, uh, so with our blockchain, I like to explain our project is not a company. We're not for profit. We mm-hmm. are a nonprofit, somewhere between a nonprofit and a co-op. Mm-hmm. And so, what that means is, we're not a business; we're, we're a community-run organization. Decision making about our community is done via voting. And if you have one Tusk, you have one vote. You have a thousand tusks, you have a thousand votes, and you can vote on worker proposals, and you can work, vote on miners and committee members. And so, what ends up happening um, every time new Tusk is mined or created, a portion of the mined Tusk goes into this worker pool. We call it the worker fund mm-hmm. and that worker fund accumulates Tusk. And then when people want to do work for Tusk, whether it's have their, their podcast sponsored, do coding, do marketing, go to a conference and represent Tusk, mm-hmm. that person can initiate a worker proposal and present it to the community and then the community votes on it. And then once it's approved, the whoever puts in that proposal gets paid out a daily rate until the end of that proposal period Mm -hmm. and so if some so like with um right now we have two sponsors we um the tusk community is sponsoring two podcasts uh john crump and hank strange and then i think we have four or five uh, and we have like four or five more that are you know expressing interest and hank and, Mm -hmm. and lola put in a worker proposal they went through this process And it's not super easy, but we're we're going to make it easier. (laughs) Mostly low, But in the future, we're going to make the proposal creation process even easier. Mm -hmm. That's going to be part of our new front-end wallet build because we're going to be building a whole new front-end wallet. Right now, we're rebuilding the back-end of our blockchain completely from scratch over the next two weeks. Um, Well it's gonna launch in the next two weeks. We've already rebuilt it, but we're gonna be implementing that and executing the new code um, in the next two weeks. So it's called a hard fork in crypto. That's a big deal. It's a big big growth milestone for us. And so, but, uh, so if someone's interested- A
1: a hard fork is a what? Is that like splitting stock?
2: Kind of. So what happens is, so here's the thing about blockchains. Um, They're a permanent record. And so once the code is launched, All the block producers in our blockchain or miners in another blockchain, they're running, they're all agreeing to independently run the same code and validate transactions in the network. Now what happens is, what if you wanna upgrade the code and add features to the code or fix bugs? Well, we don't control all those computers because these are decentralized. And so what happens is we can't just, we can't change the existing code. It's impossible once a a blockchain is launched to basically amend the new code or the existing code. You, in fact, have to create a new version of the code with the changes you want to make, and then you have to persuade at a certain time all those independently run nodes to start running the newer version. And so you have to make public announcements, make the files ready, and to say, look, at this date, we're all going to go over here. And now we're going to run this version because this is the new and greatest version. So it's not going to affect anybody's accounts. It's not going to affect anybody's keys. It's not going to affect anybody's balances. But it's going to add a bunch of features and functionality to our blockchain. And so we call that in crypto a hard fork because it's forking off. Um, and so that's just, it's blockchain terminology, but that's what it is. So Mm -hmm. if we were just a piece of software run and we owned it like a company would, we could just update the code whenever we want to, because we don't have to ask permission for other people to run it. We just would change it. But with a blockchain, because they're decentralized and this is the beauty of a blockchain. So a blockchain, I like to tell people is like a database essentially spread across a bunch of different independently run computers. We call those nodes or miners or block producers. And then when a transaction goes across the network, a certain number of those have to approve it. And then it becomes part of the permanent record of the blockchain. And then it's forever unchangeable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so to keep now the, the beauty of being decentralized is that censorship resistant. You can't take it down. Mm -hmm. So it's a more secure,
0: democratic way to do everything. I know the democratic part of that might be a bad word to people, but it's a more secure way. So everyone who owns a Tusk, uh, a a Tusk coin has a vote in that, right? Is that how that works? Okay. Um
2: Yes, because our block producers are elected to the position. Oh, by the way, I just got a text on my phone mm-hmm. and it says someone else got number twenty five.
0: <laughs> so they're going fast. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, people get people are um, getting to choose their numbers, I'm taking it.
2: Yeah, because they're put as they're listed as just an in they're listed as just oh, an each item. one of they them is them.
0: individually listed there on the website. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let us know when they're yeah, all and, sold out. Yeah. So yeah, does that does does that make sense to you, Smash Time, or did you no, no, I don't no, know if we're all. all I, I know is, it doesn't uh, make sense. <laughs> okay, it's
1: kind of all Greek to me. All I know okay. is I want okay. to buy some and buy some. Right,
2: mm-hmm. Imagine, a, all right. So I'll, I'll make it try you to know, make it's, a simple. It's what I like, like a Ferrari.
1: I, I don't care how a Ferrari works. All I know is it works.
2: I like this man.
1: I just want to buy yeah. it and buy stuff with it. I don't mm-hmm. really care
2: because because most people don't know how credit cards either work. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know how credit cards 100%. work. Everybody's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, everybody's like, how does your blockchain work? Do you know how Visa works? No. Mm-hmm. Well, then why do you care how blockchain works if it works and solves your problem? We don't I mean, know. There's very
0: little in this world that we know how it works, but we do. Correct. Do you know how your kids work? Because I don't. How does your wife? I work? know how my wife works. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't really my, know. What's, wife... I don't know what's going on in that brain. I have a perception of what I think is going on. It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you think you're wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I like how my wife works. I'm not sure how it gets there, but it gets done. So yeah. I like that.
0: yeah, Vanessa Kitty said, oh very nice. Um, then I get a Tusk secure wallet with my coins. So uh, I'm assuming my understanding, which I could be wrong, when you sign up for Tusk, you're creating a wallet.
2: Yes, when yeah. so if you go to tusk network and you set up an account, that is your Tusk wallet, and that's the wallet you need to have to vote. Yeah. Now, when you buy crypto on an exchange, technically you're buying crypto and it's still in their wallet. Mm -hmm. And then what you want to do is once you buy crypto on an exchange, and this is any crypto, it's not just Tusk. What you want to do is make sure that you withdraw from that exchange to the wallet you control. Yeah. Yeah. And and in crypto, we say for safety purposes, not your coin, not your keys, not your crypto. Meaning that if the exchange holds the keys to the wallet where your Tusk is, you don't or, you know you don't have control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, right now, I would say if you're interested, look at BoloLux. We're having problems with Probit right now because they don't want to support our hard fork because they're jerks. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but if you're going to buy, look at BoloLux. But I would wait probably till after the hard fork anyway, and unless you really want to do it tonight. But I would wait. Because I just think it's safer just to wait till it's, all the dust is settled in a couple right. of weeks. OK, that makes um, sense. Um,
0: sorry, a couple of things. LV Louis Cypher says, I can't legally buy one of those receivers because of NVAB286, which is now in litigation. And then so apparently in America, you can't buy a piece of metal. That's not a what is that? I don't, it's even not know. A firearm. I don't know what he's
2: talking about. Not one, well, this I, isn't a receiver so yeah um,
0: but i think there is something in nevada where you can't buy 80 right. percenters right there's other states like that too i think um, new honestly, york I'd, I'd, yeah there's a couple of states like that yes this doesn't compute to to rob's brain that's what you're saying yeah right? well <laughs> don't I, I don't compute. know
2: I, I won't live i won't live in a state like that so
0: yeah um you know the guys in in um, nevada have to fight that so obviously not everywhere can you do that uh alan powell says get on robin hood i'll buy some uh is it it'll, it'll probably
2: know. be a, like we'll probably be a while before on um robin hood the problem okay. with crypto is that the the being on an american exchange or getting on an american exchange is really hard we're mm-hmm. probably not going to be on an american exchange till late fall early early next year so that's a growth process that's just like a baby step we have to move we have to get to a certain growth um you know, we have to get to a certain size before they'll even accept us, and we're in talks mm-hmm. with multiple American exchanges. Robinhood, ten years from now, I mean, the way Robinhood and Coinbase are, there's a there's a I know of one billion dollar market cap cryptocurrency they can't even get on Coinbase. And it's american-based crypto so um those sound great and everybody's like get on coinbase i'm like okay well we'll talk in five years because it's going to take that long to get on coinbase yeah (laughs) but but we're working on it it's just it's just just, this crypto world is really really crazy yeah as a project having to deal with all these things it's it's pretty insane
1: nice so you recommend after it forks buy buy some yeah and that term is called working off (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I don't I give people anything. <laughs> I
1: would I,
2: I would probably wait till after the fork if anybody's interested in purchasing it. I understand you're not buying it from me or the project. Yeah. You're buying it from somebody else who's already put it up for sale on an exchange. That has yeah. we're not involved in that process at all. I can't sell you Tusk if I wanted to. We've never sold Tusk. Yeah. So it's like that's never we've never that's not what we did. We didn't do any yeah. legal ICO or anything like that. We're not a we're not an actual security under US law. So we, we never launched that way. We're three and a half years old now. Um, yeah. But we have a lot of really cool stuff happening. And, Hank, I'll get with you. I'll tell you some things that, you know, we got some interesting things have happened since we talked last. So OK. So a couple um, of things. I'm super, I'm super bullish. A <laughs> couple
0: of things going on here. Uh, Lola says our link doesn't work. And she texted you something about that. Um, so our links to that doesn't, doesn't work. So we'll get that worked out, but it's very, if you want to, you can Google Tusk, T-U-S-C crypto, and, uh, the stuff is going to come up and you can easily walk through that. As Rob is saying, because they're going to do the hard fork, uh, Right. Okay, smash time! Yeah, you might want to wait. Uh, when is this hard fork happening? In the next forty-eight hours, twenty-four. Uh,
2: let's see. The, let's see. We are doing. See now, you're asking so you asked me to look at a text. Okay, okay, um, don't. Okay, so
0: me. so I'll I'll go on to some other stuff that's going on. You can look at that. We could focus, We got time. We got time here. Um, let's see. Uh, jade grew also he says how do you log into your tusk wallet after you create it those those um those lines of code that you got is how you log in which is why you're supposed to save those into a note and then also copy that onto a piece of paper which you can laminate or something and keep in your safe so you always have those numbers so that's what you would use jade grew to sign in right rob I don't know if that's yeah. Well, too look,
2: much. Yeah, so, so essentially you have your user account name, which is just, on our blockchain, it's just whatever your account name is. It's Bob's mm-hmm. account. could be a, mm-hmm. So we have human readable account names on our blockchain. Yeah, so you could right. just have Rob's account. Um, and then there's a, your key is a cryptographic key, which you don't ever want to share with anybody. And then that's what your password is. Yeah, And that's how you do it.
0: And that name for your account, for example, so let's say Smash Time signed up and his name was Smash Time. And then he's like, hey Hank, you owe me money. I want my money now, son. Don't make me roll up on you. I'm from Texas, or so I don't know how they do it over there. <laughs> you know, then I would go, I would go in there and I would send money to Smash Time, right? I would just put in like, okay, I want to send I would figure out what that how that money translates to Tusk. And I'll say send this much tusk to Smash Time. And then Smash Time will get a thing saying, Hank Hank Strange just sent you this much tusk. That's really how it works. And the reason why I'm explaining that is that a lot of these guys, uh, a lot of the the folks out there um, in the corporate world that are activists are gonna use money uh, to stop us from doing stuff, right? Or our ability to access money or pay things to each other online and all that. And that's where this really comes in and where it really becomes powerful. An example of that that I always tell everyone is years ago, a couple years ago, uh, PayPal banned me for life. Because I'm a gun guy, you know. Right. Um, so, and I didn't buy a gun or anything like that online with PayPal. I, n- I never did it. I don't. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that if I did it because it's legal for me to buy guns, you know. But what happened was there. It, there is a company <laughs> that um, that was supporting us, and they don't make guns. They make accessories for guns. And they were supporting us and sending us money on PayPal. And this company was like, nope, that's it. You're banned for life. You know? Man. So those kinds of things. We were talking about, um, I think this was on Monday, we were talking about how General Flynn um, was, uh, he had credit cards with Chase Bank, and they canceled his credit cards because they don't like his face. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. The thing with Posca, this is the one, Yeah. the thing with like our blockchain is that we don't have any ability to cancel your account even if we don't like you Mm -hmm. and trust me there's some people i'd love to cancel but Mm -hmm. the functionality doesn't even exist and and part of that is that there's no central authority that just has a ban hammer overseeing the tusk blockchain Mm -hmm. it's 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 you know it's not like that Mm -hmm. and so we have accounts that can never be shut down for politics and and that's Mm -hmm. something you can't get out of silicon valley and the wokesters of the world that will cancel you And so for the future, I mean, it's not only just it's just not even commerce. It's communications. You absolutely have techno tyrannies or techno tyrants that -hmm. are trying to control what people can do, say and see. And this is why crypto is the future. And that's why I recommend instead of YouTube, you look at, you know, Odyssey instead of Twitter, look at minds. And then for instead of PayPal, you look at Tusk. And mm-hmm. and then instead of Silicon Valley, you look at Bitcoin or I'm sorry, instead of like Fidelity, you look at Bitcoin. To me, mm-hmm. the future is blockchain and decentralization. And if we don't start building a wall around freedom with these decentralized technologies that can't be shut down, we're going to get run over by Silicon Valley and these tech tyrants.
1: 100%. Yeah, go ahead, Smash Time. No, I just I was trying to buy something from Gunbroker yesterday, and for some reason Chase decided to just freeze my account last night.
0: Oh, and, uh, oh, that might be
1: related to know, what's going on. Must yeah, be,
0: must be fraudulent
1: activity. I'm like, come on, man.
2: <laughs> well, well, here's well here's oh, what man. I think is going to happen, and and this is not like Alex Jones or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. The fact is, PayPal about two and a half, three weeks ago just decided to do a big research project with the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL, on how to combat hate and terrorism and the funding of them. Mm -hmm. Now understand, all right, if you understand how they describe hate, though, go look at their website. Go look at the ADL's website. And there's a lot of slippery slope of just, like, conservatives, (laughs) essentially, is what they don't like. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing now, think about it. PayPal made a big announcement. They're going to invest in this research, how we can combat... What they're doing is they're going to create a financial no-fly list, meaning that individuals and companies will not be able to buy things once mm-hmm. you get on this list. Just like if you get on the terrorism watch list or no-fly list, you can't go fly fly there. Well, think about it. PayPal is already trying to figure it out. Think about it. Why do they need to do this? PayPal already bans terrorists. They already mm-hmm. ban guns they already ban all these verboten industries but apparently to paypal that's not enough to fight hate so think about what this means they're gonna and i believe this is what they're gonna do this is my opinion but i believe paypal with the adl and probably other financial institutions are gonna literally put individuals on a list and make it so they can't transact financially in the future. I think that's where this is going. And if you don't get on board with crypto and, hey, look, it doesn't have to be Tusk. If you, if it's not Tusk, if it's another blockchain crypto project like Bitcoin, fine. I don't care. But start using crypto and start using it for payments, not as just an investment. That's what we need to do because it doesn't matter if you're investing in it. Okay, that doesn't protect you from not being able to buy something at the store. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to do. And with Tusk, we're focused on trying to get stores and people that are probably most at risk from getting financially deplatformed, we're trying to get the gun industry because they're the ones that are in the crosshairs right now to get on board with these technologies. If anything, if you're a gun retailer, just set up a free payment gateway as an insurance policy. It doesn't cost you anything to set it up. And I think that's I what you question. need to do right now.
0: Yeah, go
1: ahead. So, so if – how do I word this? So how many places can I go – say I have 5 million tusks. How many places can I go buy that with online? Is it just this guy selling the lowers or are there multiple places I can go spend this?
2: There's about, there's about a there's about a half dozen retailers right now, but we have not been, we we just got the payment gateways kind of sorted out. So we haven't been pushing to get retailers on the network yet. And so, and I can tell you, we're working with a very large point of sale provider in the gun space that has thousands of customers. And I think that integration is going to go through probably, re, probably very soon, you know, in the next couple of months. So we're going to really be making a big push probably toward, I would guess, probably first quarter, probably after SHOT Show is when we're going to really start hammering on onboarding retailers. Right now, you can buy body armor with crypto with Tusk right now. You can buy 80% lowers right now. Um, we're talking to a couple other retailers, but that hasn't been a, that hasn't been a big push for us right now. So just understand we're, we're building something that's going to we're, we're here for the next 50 years. So um, we got to like kind of like a roadmap on where we want to be and how we roll this out. So right now, think of it as a, like with APM um, 8 80, this is kind of like our beta. And that's how we are right now. So I would say with onboarding retailers, we're kind of at the beta stage right now. Um Though we've been traded on the market for a couple of years, so we've been around a couple of years, but we're now just starting to get the infrastructure in place where people can actually use it on the e-commerce side. So it's baby steps, but we're not going away. And and that's where we are. And and this is just a good place to be. Um, But, you know, these things take time. And in. And doing what we're doing right now and doing this experiment and, and doing the lowers gets people excited about what we're doing. So, look, this can actually work. And these pe- people can implement that in their own business.
0: Yeah. John. I, Trump, I I question. OK, Is, hold uh, on one second. One second. Money, 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 money. John Trump gave us money,
2: money and he said that he got his. So
0: John <laughs> Trump got his. There you go. Yeah, um. all right. <laughs> yeah, go so ahead with your second wise, question. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: Percentage-wise, how much has Tusk gone up over the last He you said you've been around 3 years. So just in the last 2 years, has it gone up like 10, 15,
2: 20%? We we just, did a 5x in February.
1: A 5x based X, on so one 5 times. No,
2: we no, we did a 5X since February since we started. Well, we've got to remember when we launched. So our market cap's between 3 and 5 million. I haven't even looked today. Yeah, um, um, so I know
0: you were asking We started this out at earlier. zero. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put up, uh, what is this? Uh, I think I'm using, uh, what app am I on here? So, Coin
2: Paprika is the Coin, best one. To look yeah, at.
0: Co- well, oh, okay, I've got Coinbase here, so we can just, we can uh, search on that, right?
2: Well, yeah, but Coinbase doesn't follow all the exchanges we're on.
0: Oh, okay. So it's not. So a firm. Yeah, okay. So coin that's not pap- an accurate one. Which one?
2: I, I would say Coin Paprika is probably the best place to look for price in our market cap. Coin Paprika. Okay,
0: I gotta go. Like find the pepper.
2: That. Yeah. Okay. I'm a jalapeno pepper a Yeah. Okay.
0: Coin right. Paprika. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, did you have another okay. question after that? Um, no, no. Yeah, I'll. I'll so I'll,
2: so. So understand, our market cap was around 800 Again, this now we're getting into price. Price is a distraction. But um, our market cap was around $800,000, and we had no volume in February. Um, our market cap is just under $5 million today. I'm looking at the numbers right now. We did $3,300 in volume in the last 24-hour period. But like I said, one article in February got us a 5X, mm-hmm. and we're not even on any big exchanges or anything yet. But again, our focus isn't. Our focus isn't as trying to position this as an investment. We're trying. We're not trying to be digital gold. We're trying to be. We're trying to be crypto Venmo. We want people to spend this, and that's that's the key for us. Though, um, so I don't give price predictions or anything like that. But I, I would say, I mean, I've been an I've been a crypto investor in a while, and and I'm pretty excited about where we're going with this. And I think if we do the things that we're going to do and the relationships that we're talking to. And, and, you know, Hank knows some of the people that we're already in pretty high level talks with. If Some of these things land. I think the market will reward that.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say about that here is that um, first of all, doing something like this, you have to have all your ducks in a row legally. Right. That's the there has to actually be a coin. I think that's the thing. So you're you're based on a coin that existed before. I guess and then became something else. Is that correct? Just to we sure. started
2: out as a so we started out as an Ethereum token okay. called OCC, and then we built our own blockchain and then we did a swap to that new blockchain and okay. rebranded as stuff. But yeah. we started three and a half years ago.
0: Right. Then there's all these legal ducks in a row that have to be lined up. I don't know if you want to just explain some of that for people, because like America has laws, et cetera. Right. And how this works.
2: Sure. So Mm. the the big thing about launching a crypto, it's very it's basically especially right now, it's basically almost impossible to launch a cryptocurrency in the United States, Mm -hmm. um, given the securities laws. So how we got our how we did not become an illegal security is one we never sold tokens um, and we gave away the entire supply away for free via faucets not airdrops three and a half years ago and we didn't collect any personal information or require anybody to go through bounties to receive the coins and the tokens when we launched originally now this is bizarre to me because i thought you know we gave away something for free and there's other blockchains that have done this too it's a way to launch um, the way the SEC doesn't like it if you sell coins and tokens they view that as an illegal security or they used to call them ICOs now they call them token launches and things like that mm-hmm. so we didn't do any of that and but and so when before we even had fully distributed the tokens that we we launched people were already themselves putting them on decentralized exchanges and selling them mm-hmm. and and that's how we went through our price original price discovery function mm-hmm. and then they just went on the market and it was just really bizarre. I've never been a part of anything like that before, but watching it go through that process was interesting. But because we launched it in that way, we are not an illegal security under U.S. law. And under U.S. law, if you're an illegal security, you can't be listed on an American-based exchange. So we are very cognizant about trying to conform with all the laws and and trying, I mean, we're, we're not doing anything illegal. Um, One of the things that – and this is why I got to be very careful about talking about price and things like Mm -hmm. that. If I sit here as a quote-unquote issuer Mm -hmm. of anything and I start saying, oh, we're going to go up in value. We're going to go up 50 percent and we're going to do a 10x in the next six months. That's technically illegal, Mm -hmm. by the way.
0: It's illegal under security. So are you governed – you're governed by the uh, SEC then? Securities Exchange Commission or No.
2: So in the united states well that's kind of a weird question but how mm-hmm. how the cftc community Futures trading commission and the sec regulate the trading of commodities and securities okay. so those are the two main regulatory bodies and then you get fincen and the irs involved as yeah. well and they all have overlapping jurisdictions and depend depends on how you're launched so we're not As far as we can tell, and based on talking to attorneys and stuff, we are not an illegal security. We're probably more like a commodity, and that's how Bitcoin is. And Bitcoin is considered a commodity. We should be a commodity. Now, here's the thing. The government doesn't issue you a permission slip and say, we bless you. You are a commodity. We bless you. You're a security. They don't do Mm. that. Mm-hmm. So how it works with the government, and I, by the way, before we launched, I actually talked to the SEC myself to an attorney there, asking mm-hmm. them questions. But well, this is what the, these two agencies do: if you say to them, "I want to create a cryptocurrency and I want to do it this way," is that good? They, this is what they say: we will not give you legal advice for the SEC.
0: Right. But here's the thing:
2: but if they America's don't like what you do, that. Then, mm-hmm. so here's the thing, though, and this is why mm-hmm. I don't think it's good policy. Mm-hmm. What happens then? Let's just say you we went and got legal advice from an attorney. They say you're good to go. Launch the way you want to do. And then the SEC or the CFTC doesn't like what you did. They now can come back after you and put you in jail. So, Absolutely. And, 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 it's like saying, hey, I want,
0: want to be a drug dealer. How do I do that legally? <laughs> so, so, if you're, so
2: if you're asking me are we, uh-huh. who we're governed by, I would say under the current regime, we're governed by FinCEN possibly we're definitely probably more more likely governed we're certainly governed by IRS or I don't say governed I say subject to their rules and regulations mm-hmm. so when you're because it's not with commodity- cause it,
0: cause because um, I'm sorry but so and this is just like my understanding which is probably not accurate right I'm I'm totally an idiot so uh, so <laughs> I crypto, would never say that cryptos are not a currency according to the government right they are more like commodities investments things uh, it, in that vein yeah because That's if nice. you if you have a crypto you, for a long time and it's made a bunch of money and you cash it out or whatever let's say you have Bitcoin and your bitcoin's worth a million dollars and you cash in and get the million dollars you're supposed to report that to the IRS
2: so the well here's the problem is that okay. different agencies of the government treat it differently okay. the IRS treats it as property. The SEC may or may not treat it as a security or and then or the CFTC might treat it as a commodity or a a futures contract, possibly. So based on and this is the problem is that there's guidances, but put out by all those agencies. But the guidances don't cover examples that always cover every possible example, because in these guidances, they'll have an example. If you did this and you did this, you might be X. The problem is a lot of times there's there's an example that we might've done something that doesn't fall into that because they didn't even think about it themselves. Um, And so and there's also a lot of there's a lot of proposed regulation out there that might clarify a lot of those things, Mm -hmm. but they haven't implemented those yet. And so there's like a lot of things that could possibly land. Like there's a like there's some bills going around that haven't gotten to the floor, gotten to a committee vote that talk about they'll clarify what is a commodity, what's a cryptocurrency and what's a security when it comes to crypto assets. So they're Mm -hmm. saying is there the government has floated the idea that they'd be these three different baskets Mm -hmm. Um, um, and those all might also have different taxing things around them, but none of those have passed yet. And so I think based on current law, we're probably considered a commodity. Okay. and and property by the irs and so if we are a commodity then the cftc would be the ranking have the ranking jurisdiction now but the thing is i was going to say is about how does that affect me it means i don't fucking talk about price and i don't give fucking price predictions because mm-hmm. that could make me look like i'm <laughs> hyping something and making promises that are actually not they'll make costly. you into
0: the al capone of this man <laughs>
2: but but what i'm saying is
0: you understand what i'm I'm just trying to say that yeah you know you're you got to be careful what you say if
2: you is if some rando individual who likes our project that's not affiliated Mm -hmm. with the project wants Mm -hmm. to proffer opinions about where our price will be in two years they Mm -hmm. can do that all day long Mm -hmm. if hank was doing that since we're and not telling people that we sponsored him Mm -hmm. or he you know um he could get in trouble for promoting it two mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So even in our social groups from day one, we we even posted on our Telegram group for a long time, "Tus or, you know, this will never this is not an investment, and may never go up in value." We put an anti-hype warning. And people got mad about that cuz they wanted us to hype it. Mm-hmm. But one, I think hype is potentially a gray area legally, and I don't want to put the project into a regulatory problem. But two, I honestly think focusing on price is a big distraction for what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm on a freaking mission from God to try to help save people and get adoption for cryptocurrency so that we don't lose our ability to buy and sell guns in the United States. Number Mm -hmm. one, that's my mission. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do I, do I want to see the price go up? Sure. I'd love it. But, but everybody, if, if, if our groups just got filled with people talking about, well, I can't wait to see that price go up another nickel or go up to a penny or whatever, and I'm going to be billionaires, yeah. that's great. And there's a lot of other projects that do that. But the problem is most of the projects that only do that, they're not doing anything. They're yeah. not out there marketing. They're not out meeting people. They're not out building relationships. They're not out trying to solve a problem. They're only trying to create an asset that goes up in value so that they can make a bunch of money and walk. And Mm -hmm. that's not what we're doing with Tusk. And so it's not that I don't think about those things and pay attention to those things because liquidity is important to build confidence in retailers. So retailers Mm -hmm. are willing to accept it so they know if they accept it, they have somewhere else they can spend it or they can cash it back out to dollars. That's important for the project to grow. So that's why I have to care about exchanges and things like that. But the fact is, like, hyping price is just not something I'm comfortable with doing and I've never done it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So... I don't know if Smash Time has a thing there. You know, uh, basically, people need to get on board here. This is not like a lot of people when we talk about this. Are like, oh, you know, this is a scam trying to get my money. No, this is something so that you don't put your life savings and everything into this. This is something that you get involved in. Uh, you you, you want to do something with uh, with someone else out there, and you use this specifically for that. Uh, I'll bring up uh, I'll bring up something right now. Uh, Gorillas and Gun says, "I need some help." Uh, he says, "What is this? I need some Rob help to get my Tusk account set up so Hank can pay me my royalties." And you're about to hear why he's saying that right now because we'll 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 throw this up there from Smash Time and
2: money 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 money. money. Smash Time for some reason gave us five <laughs> bucks to say that Texas is number
0: one. That is all. <laughs> That is all. That's that is so all. that's what. that's from Smash Time. Hold on, I'm not done. There's more of these, so we gotta get I gotta get into all of these now before uh I get chastised here. Um uh, Toxic Patch Company. Money, money, says, money, uh, money, Diamond money. Hands up, like, <laughs> I guess that's gold or whatever that's supposed to be right there. I don't know what that means. Um someone's gonna have to explain. What does diamond and then the this thing mean? You got me, man. I don't know. Oh, okay.
2: What is it? Diamond it's, hands?
0: Yeah, diamond hands, I guess. Is it diamond hands? Uh here, let's put that there, diamond hands. What does that mean?
2: Yep, that's diamond hands. That means that uh we can sell when things don't look good. Diamond hands means that they're uh they're just going to hold on for the long term through all the uh, volatility. So that's what that means.
0: Okay, there
1: you Did go. You just make that up. Did you just make that up? That sounded pretty convincing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just believing it. You just made it up. Damn
2: it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make that up.
0: No? Oh, okay. Sure. And John Crump says he just invested his life savings and saved the save the kids token. So, yeah, listen, you need to help Gorillas and Guns because apparently he's been trying to smash his computer keyboard with a banana or something. He can't figure out how to create this. Listen, Gorillas and Guns, create the account. Your Your best buddy is John Crump. If John right. Trump so can't help you, no part. one can help there's, you. Create the account here, 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 now. I'll put I'll, I'll put money in there for you. Tusk in there. What's up? Here,
2: here, here, if your best here, buddy there, is John Trump. On, yeah, you're interested. Yeah, he's got bigger problems. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, hey, I don't know you. That's my purse. I don't know you. Um <laughs> but uh but uh no, if you go to Tusk.com... <laughs> <laughs> now we get to it. Um, go to TUS.network and then <laughs> in the in the community section, there's uh-huh. a document that will walk you through every step of creating an account. It's uh, so if you go to TUS.network, go to the community button. And at the bottom, there's a button that's that's got a little PDF to create Okay, account. Gorillas and, and guns is definitely. just hearing.
0: He's just hearing blah, 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 banana. Good. Blah, 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 bananas. Blah, blah, blah. And, More I bananas.
2: Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna pick on him, but um, <laughs> oh, no, okay, there, there, I'm gonna there, pick on there, him. <laughs> there are instructions on the website, and mm-hmm. if you go into our Telegram group, um, and there's a link in that same place under community for the Telegram group. Join that, and there's people there that can also help you.
0: Okay, um, if he can't, if he can't sign up for Tusk Crypto, how is he getting into the Telegram group? I'm just saying. I'm just
2: Um you have to download telegram and then it's Tust at tus yeah. Network on telegram. Okay,
0: I'm going to stop making fun of him before I get into more trouble. Do I even have do I even have telegram? Um <laughs> So here, if you guys want to see the coin paprika Wait, I just had the um Here we go. This is uh what this is what coinpaprika.com looks like by the way, for anyone who wants to see it and wants to coin see prices. Paprika yeah coin paprika there it goes that's what it looks like and actually so the let me see here and i can open let me see if i can the app looks like i think the app is called coins if i'm not mistaken let me see if i can do this i'm trying to pull up the app but okay that's not working i had it here but then i went out I went out of the thing. So I'm trying to pull up that app so you guys can see what that actual app looks like if you want to get the app. Um, And then uh, Toxic Patch Company says, blah, 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 banana hammocks. (laughs) And John (laughs) Crump says, call me sometime. Yeah. Uh, John Crump says, call me sometime and I'll talk you through it. Yeah. See, John Crump doesn't take... Crump, you got to take good care of your people, man. You got to take care of your people, Crump. Just... Don't mind don't mind us here, Rob. We're just chastising Crump. That's all. It's okay. Yeah. Basically, what Crump does is he has a kajillion things happening at one time. You know, and he wants to... So, actually, Gorillas and Guns wants to know right now. Um, he says, what's the best browser to set up the Tusker account? I've followed the instructions every time. So...
2: Uh, Chrome or Brave...
0: Chrome or Brave. There you go. Chrome or Brave. That's that's an easy question. Chrome right there. What was your question, Smash Time?
1: Oh man, you know, I just I wasn't gonna ask him if that was a Bobby Hill reference. He said about ten minutes it, ago. It,
2: it it was a Bobby Hill reference. Oh,
0: there you go. Okay, I'm gonna share it since I got it here. This is it coins, one app for crypto. That's the one that you're talking about, right, Rob?
2: I, I don't know what that is.
0: That's the thing that like when you go to Coin Paprika that comes up.
2: Oh okay, I don't have their app. I don't download apps.
0: Oh oh you don't oh oh excuse us. I used, oh
2: I used I just log onto the website, so I actually haven't downloaded their app. I don't. Oh, I, I'm yeah, a weirdo it. when it comes to privacy. So like you're too good to download an app. I see. I I, I'm you. saying now we're is seeing that some
0: elitist. You know some techno elitist stuff. Yeah. Did you buy the Did you buy the
1: Freedom Phone when it
0: came out?
2: <laughs> no, I I, I actually <laughs> have some. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, Freedom Phone is. I, I'm not a big fan of the project um, mm-hmm. because the hardware is really cheap hardware that offers no privacy at all, and I'm not a fan of it. I actually I looked into that, I and, that, and I actually. Off. there's a lot of other there's better hardware out there so privacy and they're oh they're just i'm just not a fan i'll I'll be honest i think there's a lot better projects out there other than that that's a marketing thing
0: yeah so let's see here um alan powell says creating an account is like a god of war-esque puzzle game (laughs) 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 well you guys are working on that right
2: yeah, we're gonna so after the upgrade on the 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 protocol, the app, the, the hard fork that we're doing, the next thing we're gonna be doing is completely rebuilding the front end and all the wallets and the account creation process is gonna get much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a thing, like with crypto, most mm-hmm. crypto they don't give two shits about the end user um, out there, and so mm-hmm. it's not designed for most crypto right now is not designed for non-tech people. And so and making the interfaces between this really unforgiving technical back end and making it really simple for non-technical is really hard, by the way. There's a lot of coding that needs to go into that. And we're absolutely we're already basically we're already mapping it out like we know what we're going to do. Um, but I mean, it's going to take us a few months to build it and it's going to be expensive to build. it. in fact, it's going to cost more to build the front end the way we want to than it is to upgrade the back end which mm-hmm. is backwards like what people would think but the back end code's really straightforward it's in and what we want to do on the front end there's not very many projects. out of there's like 4 or 5000 crypto projects out there and there's only probably five that have a decent interface Mm-hmm. and we're gonna be going to that level but because most of the people that we're dealing with in crypto especially the 2a and you know how 2a people are a lot of people are still you know rocking their their yeah. how, 1911's, how those, right
0: how are those 2a people <laughs> Rob McNeely? <McMillie? laughs>
2: they're still running the, they're still running those 1911s and those big heavy metal guns um, I know I'm gonna oh, get everybody right. just in a minute <laughs> <laughs> nothing if it's unless it's an sti or something but um mm, mm, no, i'm just we're I, seeing, I, i'm just giving people
0: yeah we're seeing the it's, real it's like a, go, go oh, ahead smash you, Tom.
1: huh i just picked up i just picked up uh in the chat there's c6 and that's my buddy mike and
0: mm-hmm.
1: when i ran into financial problems like two years ago i had to sell um, c6
0: house. or c4 c6 uh, c6 <laughs> C6. Okay. I don't see C6. No, in the I had t- to okay. sell
1: my uh, SIG TAC Ops in 1911 and 10 millimeter. And I've been looking for this gun for two years because they, mm-hmm. they don't make it anymore. And he found one last night at the oh, shop. Mm-hmm. And man, it's because of that guy right there. I was able to rebuy my dream gun that I had to sell. And it was like selling a kid and then. Today, I, I just got it like a couple hours ago. So, wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait. So you movie. got
0: the same exact gun or, uh, or a similar the Same gun? exact model. Same exact model, but not the same one. No, not, not the same stuff. one. No. Okay. I and wish. what was no, it? Big, what was it?
1: It was a, a SIG TAC Ops 1911 in 10 millimeter. It's all okay. black. Oh, man. It is amazing to shoot i love yeah. that gun so much and then, right now
0: uh, rob is blocking you from ever getting on tusk that's what he's doing see how he's looking down no he's like okay, no, um, smash time, time will never be allowed
2: love. um no i i just give people crap it's like arguing you know it's like ford versus chevy just say i just say i like ak's better than ar's and then everybody will yell at you it's like yeah. i don't even get into that I just or if people you crap. say how
1: much you don't don't like glock and then duck
0: yeah Ford is the best. Now we're going to start trouble. I don't care. I don't care. But I am in a Ford right now, but I don't really care. Uh, Flying I Rich gave us...
2: Money, 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 yeah. money. Flying Rich gave us some money, money. as well. He says... Uh, <laughs>
0: fly, uh, what is it? Crump's head is bigger than mine.
2: That sounds personal.
0: Yeah, I mean... I think I'm he's attacking like him. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Uh da 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 da, da. So I don't know. There's some there's some stuff in there. I'm not okay. So let's just switch this around a little bit. We are gonna come back to the we're gonna come back to the lowers and stuff like that. But let's uh, let's get into some stuff that I don't know if Smash Time has any more questions on Tusk. If other people do, no. I'm gonna try to oh, I don't, we'll try to like get I Rob said, to just get uh, gorillas and guns sorted out. Uh, yeah, like well, I don't care started.
1: how it works. I just mm-hmm. want to know that it works and I can buy it and buy stuff with it. That's all I mm-hmm.
0: care about. Yeah,
1: coding yeah. and all that. Dang.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
2: I actually like the Ford Maverick. My, I'm one of my friends in high school. My best friend had a Maverick. That was yeah, a fun car.
0: So th- let's see. Let's go to that. That's Kiasky said. Ford Maverick looks like doo doo. <laughs> it dude, doesn't really I, bother I, I, me.
2: I, uh, <laughs> You know, you're you're bothering my childhood now, like back in the 80s, back when that kind of car still rolled around because they were, you know, weren't all rusted out by then. But I thought the more I thought the Ford Mavericks were pretty cool. So they had a big bed seat in the front. It was pretty cool.
0: That's like a pickup truck. Let me see.
2: No, it's like it's like a it's like a bigger it's kind of like a bigger. I don't know. Well, I don't like the size of a small Mustang.
0: When I search Ford Maverick pickup trucks come up. Something
2: your grandma would drive.
0: No, look, I'm telling you, I searched Ford Maverick and a pickup truck comes up. So I guess they're using the Maverick name. What years were the Maverick a, around? Because obviously... did do an image search. I, I did do an image search.
2: That's the car. I guess they're going to make um, a new now Ford. Now i got to put Ford make...
0: Maverick car, I guess, because... Oh, here we go. Oh, I know. Those look like... uh, They look like... um. The back end uh, I,
2: looks like a Camaro. Yeah,
0: oh, I want to say it's a little bit like a Gremlin or a Pinto or whatever. Right.
2: Hey, you know, what I, I, you know, I drove a Gremlin and a Chevette at different times in my childhood. That's kind of retro I'm, cool. I'm offended. That's kind of retro like offended. cool.
0: I used to see these in the 80s in New York growing up. Like, everyone gave their kid one of these. <laughs> it was real cheap or whatever. But, yeah, I, I get retro cool vibes from it. I don't know about you guys. Um, and then John Crump says, 2022, it's a truck. Yeah, so it's it's going on a... Uh, Kiaski says, it's a pickup. And Gorillas and Guns was actually able to smash out on the keyboard. 70s Ford Maverick was my first car. The transmission went out the third time I drove it. <laughs> uh, and Kiaski, sticking to his gun, says, it looks like doo-doo. I don't... I don't really think it looks bad. I'm looking at it. Isn't it? What do you think, Smashdown? I don't think it it's looks bad. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Here's a cool-looking one right here. Look, that looks kind of sporty. Check that out. Mm. That's back when seatbelts were kind of optional. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, in the 80s, you had one of these, you're getting all the honeys. Uh, that's mostly because in the 80s, like, nobody, like, you know, I mean, cars weren't then what they are now, so you know but it's not so bad uh chris bullis says it's a pinto gt
1: <laughs> yeah there you go that's a good yeah. way to
2: describe it
0: and then kiaski says the car is fine i'm talking about the truck
2: i don't okay i used to work yeah. at ford back in the day yeah I'm in detroit
0: yeah i'll say something it was, actually right
2: a, it, was a, it was a cool job i worked in the auto industry for a few years when i was yeah. uh younger
0: yeah, I think Ford is doing probably a better job than a lot of the American car companies out there right now. That's my opinion. Um, the so the the major three so it's like Ford, GM, and uh, Starlantis. Chrysler,
2: Fiat.
0: Yeah, which is Starlantis. No.
2: Starlantis? What the hell, is Starlantis?
0: That's what F- is that so, a new name? so previously it was called FCA, and that was Ford Chrysler whatever. So they own like uh, Dodge. Uh, I'm sorry, not Ford. Fiat Chrysler America or something like that was FCA. So they had like the Jeeps, your Dodges. Oh, Stellantis.
2: Oh, Stellantis. Stellantis. yeah, okay.
0: Stellantis. Yeah, it's like a French company owns owns them now. Stash. And, and then you got GM and then you have Ford. I think Ford is actually doing a better job when I look at all the stuff like their electric pickup truck that they're coming out with. I think oh, it looks good. You know, um, the Mustang, uh, Ford Mustang, one of the best-looking cars I think in the in uh design-wise out there. Uh, obviously, I oh, um, did just
1: make that uh, Mustang SUV that looks like trash.
0: Yeah, well that's an ele- that's a that's the electric the electric car you're talking about the Mach-E?
2: The mock, the Machi.
0: Yeah, have you seen those uh, on the road? They look good. Those look good on the road. I've seen them on the road. It,
2: it, not for me.
0: You don't think they look it, it good? Look, I think it, they
2: look good. Okay. It no. looks like a it's, a. it's a wannabe Tesla. It looks uh, just like a damn Tesla. But the
0: Mustang lights on those on the back, I think, makes it look pretty nice. Uh, yes, it, it looks is a wannabe Tesla. A t- it, the,
2: it looks like uh, a. It looks like a Tesla with better taillights.
0: <laughs> uh, I would agree with that. That's closer. <laughs> that's closer to but the it, truth
2: it, 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 the body shape is almost exactly a tesla and i'm just yeah. like eh. jonathan james is
0: fixed often repaired drastically <laughs> i knew this was uh, going to sure start bad trouble
2: bad. And, oh, so yeah so, so, yes. so a growing so i grew up in the, the detroit area and uh-huh. so when we and and everybody's dad or mom worked at an auto plant somewhere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so ford when i was growing up stand for fucked over rebuilt dodge (laughs) when i was a kid Uh (laughs) okay wow that's what they call Fords.
0: yeah are you okay are you okay smash time smash time was like oh yeah. (laughs) yeah
1: i'm just not a big fan of the mustang platform in general
0: oh 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 okay you're trying to okay
1: Someone, everybody I've met recently with Mustangs just drives me up the wall. So
0: here's my thing: Why I've never owned a Mustang. Now I I love the Mach One. I always wanted a Mach One, but because I live in Florida, I can't own a Mustang because everyone and their mama has a Mustang here. Okay. Yeah. Everyone and their mama has a Mustang, and, and that so I just can't fast. do. <laughs> I just can't do that. Chris Bullis says I think the new Maverick trucks look good, and they start at nineteen thousand. So I'm going to throw up the Maverick truck here, and you guys can tell me what do you think about this as a pickup truck. Does this look
1: good? It's supposed to be super economical. I don't know that this looks doesn't look
0: too bad. Okay,
2: it looks a lot like a a looks kind of like a look a radian
0: yeah i don't know where they're going with this uh, yeah uh. is it well, electric, electric or not electric? Electric. no i don't Talibans think it's electric
1: and you know it's not gonna yeah work, i know,
0: don't no know activity. here's another one i don't know that like i don't know i could say these these just look like every other pickup truck that's my problem with it right that just looks like every other pickup truck that's out there i don't know huh? yeah yeah so I, I, they, I feel I, meh about that meh
2: but, but what's the point of that because didn't they just launch the ranger again which is another mid-sized truck why did they launch this it seems like they're cannibalizing I don't know here's an here's an i don't know
0: yeah i i think i agree with people this doesn't really it's not like awe-inspiring or anything like that you know I their colors know. are on point though yeah I wouldn't argue that, but yeah, I don't think there's anything special in there. I wouldn't run out and get one. Maybe it's like entry level or something like that for the pickup truck. I don't know. I'm not too, uh, I'm, I'm still going to get a cyber truck. That's going to be my next pickup truck.
1: Oh, really? I just picked up a truck a couple of weeks ago.
0: what you get? Uh, I got a Honda Ridgeline again. Honda Ridgeline. Yeah, oh, we're going to have to look at it. Know, up I, one. I New finally one?
2: sold my, Hmm. I Go sold ahead. my Ridgeline in January, two hundred and seventy-six thousand miles, and was still right. running. And right. So, by, this is my, this is I'm a big. Three. I'm a big fan of ricey, chomping kind of cars. I actually, it, it, for the first time in my life, I don't own an American vehicle anymore. I own all all Japanese vehicles and mm. one Korean now. But well, the all thing my about cars the are Ridgeline.
1: Car is is that trunk man? Because you know I shoot a lot, and I can. Now you can the, the newest year models, you can lock the trunk and double lock the tailgate. Yeah. You can so, lock the tailgate and the trunk.
0: So this is the new ridgeline right. design, right? Is this like what you got, right. at Smash Time? Yeah, I have mine's all white though. Yeah. This looks like a Subaru to me.
2: Kind of. Like, it's got the but, but here's the thing. Like, you know, I, I like the I,
0: I like the older one. I like the first one they came out with. Sorry. The go older go. one,
1: they called it the Honda El Camino. I had two of those. I loved it. Loving it. Yeah. Day. I still have but one. The,
2: pro- the problem with the Gen 1s, of which is why they changed with the newer Gen, the Gen 2s, mm-hmm. is that the, the mm-hmm. slanted, it's more like the Avalanche. has got the slanted bed. And by the way, Cybertruck's going to learn this problem, too. It makes the bed really, un, uh, it's really inconvenient for the bed. You don't want a bed that's slanted. And I think with Cybertruck, they're going to have a problem with that, too. That's why mm-hmm. Honda switched out, because just you can't get in the back mm-hmm. of the bed toward the back of the truck very easily. Uh, that's you, the I, one thing I didn't
1: like. You know, having owned several hundred Ridge Lines and just the, the functionality of the vehicle, man, it's a cult following. And yeah, these I, are I mean, the old ones. I think these ones look better. Huh. I had a silver one. I had an 07 silver.
2: I had so no that's, six. All right. I, I, that's what I had. I had that exact car for so,
0: 276,000
2: miles. I had the So I, you're yeah, saying the slant in. here,
0: like, what was it about the slant in the back that made it not usable?
2: It was just harder to you. It was really hard. You had to get into the vehicle to reach over the bed. Okay. Most of the time, like toward the back of the truck. That's well, interesting. Dude, if you
1: had a bunch of wood and stuff. It's kind of a. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah,
2: okay. and so okay. that's why they. But that's why they changed that. And it's funny from a design standpoint with Cybertruck. They're they're doing the same problem, and I'm like, it kind of is not is for people so. You know, um, I was a contractor when I got that um, truck originally. And for someone who really uses their truck on a regular mm-hmm. basis, which I didn't even, I, I, you know, I do all the time, that was inconvenient. And, but people who design a truck that don't know that, you can mm-hmm. tell like people that aren't used to trucks. So when this was Honda's first truck, mm-hmm. right? So you see <laughs> Tesla making the same mistake. They're going for, oh, it looks cool. And they forget the whole point of there's a reason why you don't do that. And there's also a reason why the Avalanche also had that same problem. That's why that was a limited run model, too. It just the back Mm -hmm. wasn't really very convenient, even Mm -hmm. though I think the Avalanche, I think the Chevy Avalanche was a really cool design, Mm -hmm. um, is that the bed wasn't convenient
0: Okay. for people that
2: that use trucks.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: I didn't like it. But, you know, the Honda Ridgeline is always meant for, like, uh, the soccer mom that kind of wants a truck, but not really. It's mm-hmm. not meant for someone that's, you know, really going to abuse it. Dude, like I go to I pulled go a, four or five times I, a year.
2: I, I beat the shit out of my Ridgeline. And I, and I even oh, almost, yeah. I totaled it. I almost, I totaled it and they didn't total it. I did $14,000 of the damage to it. They rebuilt it. I drove another 200,000 miles on it. I pulled a tandem axle trailer with up to like, I overloaded that by twice. I went through seven sets of tires on it. I mean, mm-hmm. I drove the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I beat they the hell a out of it. And and that's and and that was my first like Japanese car. And I'm like, it just kept going. and kept going. I'd beat the shit out of it, fix it, it kept going. And I'm just like, having come from the auto industry and worked for, you know, you know, American auto companies, I'm just like an American car would have never taken this beating, ever. It just wouldn't have. I really like that
1: the layout in, inside it was very simple big buttons very easy to use I I'll, I'll like it the new generation has a weird you shift by pushing buttons that's
0: so why crazy. wouldn't you if you guys like that stuff why so here's what I'm thinking listening to you guys I've never had the Honda Ridgeline I've had Honda stuff I'm, I'm a fan of like my first car was a Honda Prelude 1985 Oh, um, classic yeah and then I had a Honda S2000 um, and it, but, it, but classic But how come you guys didn't like get like the Toyota pickup trucks, like Tundra, you know Tundra, Uh, uh, Tacoma, or something like that? Those are pretty badass. I use the The trunk. trunk. The trunk is huge.
2: so when okay. I bought mine, I was going to, so remember the Ridgeline and like the taco were the two trucks that mm-hmm. I was buying. I wasn't buying a full size. Mm-hmm. And when I bought mine and I, I bought it for a work truck, that's why mm-hmm. I bought it. But I wanted a comfortable truck because I, I was putting on 35,000 miles a year. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a truck that was actually more economical and comfortable. And the one thing is the the Ridgeline, for one, it's, it has CV joints front and back independent. Mm-hmm. And so it was very, it was like driving a minivan. Mm-hmm. Um, comfort wise but that trunk was absolutely freaking amazing hmm. and so yeah. that was the main thing that I bought it for and on top of that the bed on the Ridgeline was a little bigger than the bed on the Tacoma okay. so you could fit a, if you put the tailgate down on the the Gen 1 I don't know how it is on the Gen 2 you could hmm. put almost you, you could put a you could stick a full sheet of plywood or drywall <clears> in the back of the bed whereas I don't think on the Tacoma it was wide enough I think that was one of the things that was a turnoff for me. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is an '06. So in '06, I don't think you could lay a piece of plywood flat, four feet wide, in the bed of a Tacoma. I'm not sure on that, but but the trunk was the number one thing, and the hmm. fact it was just so much more comfortable to drive.
1: The trunk is about the size you put two full sets of golf clubs in the trunk. So, okay. and if you took the spare tire out, like I would travel with guns and stuff, you could put six or seven rifle cases in there comfortably. Mm -hmm. and not smash all your stuff so the fact that you could lock it and half the people don't even know it has a trunk um it's just the security of it's great you know i I love it i use it all the time anytime i go Mm -hmm. anywhere i always
0: definitely keep
1: my gun in there
0: yeah i think so is that assembled here is the uh ridgeline assembled here in america it's Canada. canada okay okay yeah um You know, uh, let's see. Jonathan James says, I got an 05 Tacoma. It's only five or six foot bed. So there you go. Um, And Whammy Gunslinger says, I have the same Venom comic book, my favorite character. So he's talking about the back of Smash Time right here.
1: Oh, yeah, I have that. I have the whole series on that one.
0: Yeah. And your thing that says Smash Time on air, that's G.I. Joe, right? No, that's
1: just... uh little i got that lighted at at ikea and i had a shop cut some vinyl stick over it
0: oh okay but that looks like the okay it looks a lot like gi joe it does kind of look like the gi joe logo Mm -hmm. okay no no copy
1: intended but yeah i just thought that was a cool logo a friend of mine made it for me and i was like hey thanks
0: yeah and then let's see who is this uh 42 chill says tundra is the bigger one um
1: i do like tundras
0: mm Hmm. but i need that trunk um and vanessa kitty says try driving the compact pickups in your bunny boots for extreme cold Uh, i'm not sure i'm guessing that's a little sarcasm in there um
2: Um, i don't know i wore bunny boots in mine (laughs) dude the front seat the the ridgeline has at least the gen ones i haven't driven a gen Mm two but the gen one ridgelines had plenty of leg room
0: yeah plenty yeah. yeah and let's see here's another smash time thing uh Smash Time always has a different rifle on display. The red is my favorite. So there you go. Oh, this one
1: is actually uh, an air gun. It's a full auto BB gun from D, uh, DPMS. Uh, oh cool! Uh, man, I gotta tell you, it is a blast to shoot. I had a video all set up, except I got the COVID, and uh, I haven't even. This is the first thing I've done really since I, I yeah. got on the road.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we haven't talked about this. By the way, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups. We appreciate that. Um, Richard Mondo is saying G.I. Joe Taliban now. Uh, I think Richard Mondo has Taliban Tourette's. Just making fun of him. That's our buddy in England. Um, And let's see, what is this? Okay, hold on. Did Smash Time put a Magpul UBR on a 22LR? Laugh out loud. Okay, so COVID, you got it. How was it? Uh, that's uh, a that just you, that's the what's up are you there
1: uh what's yeah. going on can yeah. you hear me
0: yeah i'm um, here can you hear us yeah,
1: yeah. there we go mm-hmm.
0: yeah you were, I was asking you about covid what happened there
1: oh so you know i just i got the covid came down pretty hard like a ton of bricks and then um i would just tell everyone take a lot of vitamins and get a lot of sun I mean, Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna get it eventually. I mean, it's not gonna change my lifestyle. I'm still gonna go out and do what I do. I'm still. Mm -hmm. I probably. uh, I don't wear a mask still, Mm -hmm. Um,
0: but it did suck,
1: man. I gotta tell you, it was not fun.
0: But how uh, did you? How did you get it? Do you have any any idea? No, I just. I don't know. I I just picked
1: it up somewhere.
0: Yeah, uh, you out uh, doing videos of ammo in stores, man. That's what was happening. Maybe. Maybe, who knows?
1: But you know, I got it. it I'm was just teasing bad it. End, uh-huh. But um, I would just tell everybody because you know, I have a lot of tactical girth. You mm-hmm. know, I'm a little husky. Um, I have asthma. But I think the fact that I was so jacked up on vitamins um, vitamin D, zinc, multivitamins the last year and a half I think that saved me luck because I didn't get any of the lung stuff,
0: no cough.
1: Um,
0: so how do you know that you had COVID? Did you go and get tested? Oh, and they man. said, yeah, you have Trust me, COVID? I, had,
1: I, I, I got a real bad fever for about two days and went and got tested, which the test now is real easy. They just swab your nose. They don't stick anything up your nostrils mm-hmm. hardly. Um, came back positive. Then I was down for like two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know what's funny? I lost my sense of smell like six, seven years ago, eight years
0: mm-hmm. ago. Oh, OK. And
1: um, it, it was always gone, my taste and smell. I don't know, at least my wife's cooking, I don't know. My brain just shut that part off, but.
0: Wait, so hold on, you have no sense of smell permanently or taste?
1: Well, I didn't. It would come and go, it was very weak. So after COVID, man, I can taste everything now. My smell came back, (laughs) it like reset my whole system. So Uh I drank like a Dr. Pepper a couple days ago. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Wow. So everything is like, eating for the first time it's like cheeseburgers chick-fil-a anything is like holy smokes it tastes delicious so now mm-hmm. i gotta kind of calm down i don't want to be gaining a whole bunch of weight back
0: because mm-hmm. everything is delicious okay oh, everything is mm-hmm. delicious mm-hmm.
1: but yeah i would just encourage everyone because i don't know about you but a lot of people I know rob's still there
0: right people. yeah rob's there uh-huh sorry mm-hmm.
1: everybody i know that's in the guns is a little maybe a little on the husky side you mm-hmm. know either they're jacked to the gills or they're yeah they might be a little husky just take a lot of vitamins, guys.
0: And, um, are you saying the gun guys are fat? Let's just, you know. No, 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 no,
1: no. I said tactical girth comes in all sizes, Hank.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah.
1: but I I think, you know, mm-hmm. just I would encourage everybody to take a lot of multivitamins. It
0: mm-hmm. doesn't hurt, man. So you didn't take any medications, you just took multivitamins no. and toughed it out?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any lung issues, which was weird because I have really bad asthma. So, um,
2: that's actually not that, weird because there's some there's some people that say that actually having asthma might actually be beneficial for COVID. Really?
0: Why would that be? Yep. Who knows? I don't
2: know the science, but there's some preliminary discussions about that actually. Hmm. But I just made sure yeah. I got a,
1: a. I literally would like drag myself outside to get an hour, hour of sun, and uh, I couldn't eat. But yeah, I would just tell everyone take a lot of vitamins. You know, I think that that's. I think that probably curbed the worst of it for me. So, Mm -hmm. and I I care about two way people, so
0: Mm
1: -hmm. a lot of vitamins. And if you don't like taking pills, there's a lot of chewables, which are delicious, by the way. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a lot of chewable vitamins out there. But yeah. Did you get the vaccine? I have my vaccine card.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We could just take that for um, what it is. Uh-huh. I went
1: for the antibody treatment too. They they signed mm-hmm. me up for that. They go, "Do you want to go get the antibodies?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Sure." And then a uh, day after I got that, which is a uh like a uh, IV they put in you for like 20 minutes. Day after I got that, man, I was right as rain. So
0: Okay, I don't understand don't, what the, you're going to have to explain that to me. I don't get that. A- antibody so, treatment. Yeah. That's a there's
2: a treatment that they give you uh, intravenous antibodies. Mm-hmm. That um, for COVID and it's one of the treatments for COVID. Actually, it's very effective for treating people that are sick. Were you and No. Were you hospitalized?
1: No. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. Okay. I probably should have been because there was a couple days where I was. There was like three days where I was I was hallucinating. I couldn't barely move. And man, it was you. Were it halluc-
0: what were you seeing when you were hallucinating?
1: Man, I there was one time I, I got out of the shower. And, have you ever been so drunk? that someone's holding you and you don't know, you don't you're understand like, why you're still standing up
0: straight. <laughs> Rob and, and I both laughed at the same time. Like, have you ever been so drunk? It sounds no, like have you drug. ever
1: been so drunk where someone's holding you and you're just like, Hey man, I don't have to use my legs anymore. And you just kind of go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what okay. happened. So I, I got out of the shower and I ended up uh-huh. just sitting on the bathroom floor for about four hours. Wow. I, okay. And I could just remember, you know, don't, don't close your eyes i didn't want to lose consciousness mm-hmm. and i was home by myself and it was, it was yeah that 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 was on a shitty night but other oh, wow. than that it's not that bad okay mm. i i
0: i, like
2: I looked bad. up I it, on let's go back to cars i learned the difference between the ranger and the maverick okay the maverick is a unibody front mm-hmm. wheel, wheel drive slash four wheel that looks like they're trying to compete with the uh the uh ridgeline the Ranger is rear-wheel four-wheel drive and frame-on body, and the uh-huh. Ranger is more expensive and the Ranger has more horsepower. So, so I think the Maverick is supposed to be like their more version off-road? of the rich line.
0: Yeah, it's a more no off-road. less
2: off-road. The Maverick less- is less off-road. It's it's oh, the Ranger okay. is their, their Ranger is their frame-on rear-wheel drive truck, whereas the Maverick oh, body is a unibody. Okay. Yeah, front wheel drive mm-hmm. or rear wheel drive or with wheel drive. So if you know this, the Honda Ridgelines are front wheel drive vehicles primarily, and then the back axle or trans mm-hmm. axle kicks in. Mm-hmm. So that so the Maverick is a Ridgeline essentially from Ford, whereas the Ranger is more just a small down F one hundred and fifty, a smaller F one hundred and fifty. Okay, that's what it looks like. So All now
0: right.
1: we know. Kiasi in the chat has it right. It's monoclonal antibody treatment. Mono is single cell cloning of it. The antibody. Yeah, so I got that and right as rain. So, like, that's so if you thing, get the COVID, too. they, they recommend that. that you
0: do that. Uh, I'm no,
1: sorry, go ahead. Okay. They, they only, I know at least locally here, they only do 20 people a day. So, you have to fight for it. So, anybody that gets COVID, ask for this um, antibody treatment as fast as you can because mm-hmm. it's not really offered. But man, I felt great the next day after I, I got that.
0: I mean, right okay. as rain. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't really know it much about that. Money clonal antibody treatment. Oh, we don't want to get I, I know, I can see Rob doesn't want to get started on this. Uh so there we I'm go. I'm here to Hi.
2: talk about crypto and guns. Right. And cars.
0: <laughs> we already had a lot. Here's what's happening, Smash Time. We already had the last time Rob was on. <laughs> we were supposed oh, to be talking to
1: go down this path.
0: <laughs> we were supposed to be talking about Tusk and other stuff. <laughs> and everyone got mad. <laughs> yeah, it <everyone> was like, because <laughs> we would have stopped. So Rob, I could see is consciously not get going there. <laughs> I, don't get that, I don't know. What's I don't know. The what? What's that?
1: What's the last gun you bought?
2: Last gun I bought. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm working on my latest build. I don't actually buy intact guns. I usually build them. So right now, um, I like rimfire stuff. So I just am buy I just bought a Volt Quartz and Summit action for a 1022, and I just got um, a kid barrel for it. So that's if you're not familiar, it's like a 1022 format. Or footprint but it's a right. it's a it's a bolt action so it's got a cantilever bolt it's kind of like kind of like a biathlon olympic type of action mm-hmm. so i'm building a, a precision 1022 off that action oh. and i just What's got a match barrel for on it. that when you're done when i'm done i'll be a couple grand into it before optic mm-hmm. The the point action point. alone was six hundred bucks, and then Is the it, barrel I just bought was three fifty. So, and I haven't even gotten my trigger will be three hundred, and I don't even have a a stock. So, I, it'll it'll be an expensive build.
0: Are you gonna do it with a whole stock or? Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I shot, uh, I I shot a, a really expensive uh, ten twenty two like that before, mm-hmm. and the guy said he spent like thirty five hundred dollars on it, and I was like, man, that's crazy. He goes, that's about mid range.
0: Yeah, but that's mid range. You can go way higher than that. Yeah.
2: Uh, I built I built a really nice one on a P Macch. I have a lot of 1022s. I like 1022s. Um, mm-hmm. and I built one on a P Maka chassis, which is an aluminum 1022 chassis that takes AR furniture. Mm-hmm. And then I usually like kid triggers, but the kid triggers alone are like 300 bucks. They're yeah. not in an inexpensive trigger pack. So but, and then I try, I generally build all like there's nothing Ruger on my 1022s typically it's like mm-hmm. all aftermarket barrels and everything else yeah I think it gets into where you get into the barrels and then the one thing I haven't gotten to the point where I'm threading a barrel there's some people that will actually get a 1022 barrel. Threaded into an action, I haven't gotten to that level yet, but that'll probably be what I do on the next one. Is probably get to that level. Yeah. But this this is the one I'm guessing it'll be a fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar build by the time I'm done with it. Is
0: so it's not and an integrally suppressed barrel or anything like that.
2: No.
0: Oh, okay. Those are awesome, by the way. Yeah, on a ten twenty two integrally suppressed. What? What's I the have yeah, yeah. I have a charger length ten twenty two. Uh, suppressed barrel, integrally suppressed barrel. That I'm trying to find everything else to do that build, because <laughs> you know it's like oh, it's wow. like one of the Ruger chargers, and I have the the shortened uh, integrally suppressed barrel, and I'm just like, oh man, this has got to be, you know, I'm gonna, I'm that? gonna. Uh, mine is, I think mine is from YHM. I could be wrong, because uh, it's not in front of me, but I believe mine is a YHM barrel. So um, Swamp Dog wants to know if it's Volt Quartzen or Voodoo action.
2: Volt Quartzen.
0: There you go. Um, 1022s are just awesome builds, man. There's just so many different options. Yeah. And YNH says 1022 was enough for me. Laugh out loud. There you go. Uh, And he says, Kiaski says, I bet he, in the end, I bet he can shoot a nat off a dog's balls at 100 yards. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, it, it, well, I do OK. The The barrel I bought and I bought a heavy barrel for it. I wanted an all steel barrel because I've actually I got a bunch of aluminum match barrels, but I mm. wanted to get a full steel heavy barrel Bull for barrel. the weight because I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, but they it comes. I mean, the kid barrels, it's a it's a Lothar barrel and then they finish them off in Texas at Kid. So it's a nice mm-hmm. German match barrel. They do all the stuff that they need to do to it, relieving or whatever they do to it. But um, they guarantee it's a half MOA or a half inch at fifty yards. So mm-hmm. was that a quarter MOA or whatever? So they, they say it's good it's a half inch grouping at fifty yards out of they guarantee it. So mm-hmm. they're they're good barrels. And if you run Eli I like Eli the the Eli Black match ammo. Mm-hmm. if i'm trying to shoot really really good stuff but yeah most of, i've had a couple i have a couple 22s if you're shooting that consistently you can get i can do three quarter to half moa at 100 yards mm-hmm. wow yeah What? uh but, go ahead no i was just gonna the, the guns can outshoot me though i'm just not i am not a precision match shooter by any stretch but but the guns will do it i won't always but the guns will
0: hmm yeah Um, Go ahead, Smash Time. No, I was just going to say, man, the the
1: shooting, unless you've shot a really high-quality precision ten twenty two, you don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Because they are, the one I was shooting had a a carbon fiber barrel, super lightweight, Mm -hmm. really, really accurate, and uh, (laughs) a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But long-range shooting is a whole other addiction, too. I got into that a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That can get expensive quick
0: what kind of set do you still have a long range setup what's, what's no your... I had to sell it but I had okay.
1: a, a Remington 700 uh, the 5R in 308 mm-hmm. and uh, god that was such a great and then I had a Millet tactical scope it was kind of a budget scope but it mm-hmm. it saw better than I could shoot anyway but man that Remington 500
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean the 700 in the, with the 5R uh, mm-hmm. was yeah I couldn't shoot as good as that gun
0: mm. Yeah.
1: And then the whole setup was like under two grand, but it was okay. so much fun to shoot. Shoot six, seven hundred yards all day long. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the, I want to build. Uh, i don't have the money today i have to have to talked to sugar mama after christmas or something maybe it'll be mm-hmm. my build for next year um but i want to build a, a rem 700 clone 308 actually i want to build it on long action so 300 win mag probably where i'll go mm-hmm. but i want to build it on a surgeon scalpel action which is a really really fine action for remington 700s okay so that's that's kind of like the next place i would like to go but the, that's going to be the real expense. There's not a, there's nothing cheap about that build. So that, that that would oh that gun would easily be a $4,000 gun before, you know, by the time I do the barrel and the chassis because those chassis aren't cheap either. That will probably be $4,000 build for optics.
1: Okay. So Remington doesn't make rifles anymore, right? I mean, are they gone?
0: Um mm, well, who who wound up uh, someone owns the Remington name. I forgot which company.
2: So, no, it's split the, between a few companies. The ammo is being so, made. But um, no, JJ. Well, PSA bought Remington's ammo business. So the Remington right. ammo is owned by JJE right now. PSA.
0: I'm not sure that I, it. I don't think so. They didn't. I don't remington. think they got the ammo business. I thought they got other stuff. Uh, I've been looking for another
1: uh-huh. uh, 705R for a while. And you can't touch him for under like sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars. I bought mine for just about a grand.
2: I, I thought I, I I thought for sure PSA didn't. I thought they got they no. bid sixty five. I thought they got they, it. No, they no, no, they bid sixty five million for it.
0: So at the end of the day, the whole the Freedom Group got broken up and got sold to different pieces. But I do not believe that JJE got any of the ammo. They got some. They got some other companies in there. They didn't get the ammo name. It,
2: no, they, um, yeah, they did. They got it. I'm looking it up right now. They they did get it. According to PSA, to da, 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 da. yeah, so the ammo business part, they said they got, sold its ammo vision to PSA. So it looks like that's where it went. Am I okay. wrong? Well, that's right that's what everybody make- was talking about.
0: I don't think that's how it wound up at, at the end of the day, but I could, be, I could be mistaken. I know we've spoken about this here before, and I think the Remington name itself went to a Canadian company. But I don't know if they're like it went to a company that makes a lot of airsoft stuff and they um, and they're the ones that own that. But the ammo side of it, I don't think that J.J.E. J.J.E. got some other companies that I'm trying to remember. And then um, like Bushmaster is a separate company now. Um, so
2: so september 28th remington outdoors the bankruptcy update so here we go so
0: hold on let me see sorry about this uh sturm ruger and company here let me just show what i'm showing right now sturm ruger company got marlin firearms sierra bullets bought barnes bullets Franklin armory which bought the bushmaster brand and related assets but that's a separate company so that doesn't belong. Sportsman's Warehouse Purchase Tapco brands. JJE Capital Holdings, which bought the DPMS, Panther Arms, Storm Lake, AAC, HR, H&R and Parker
2: H&R and Parker brands. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> <I> thi- <laughs> And then and so at the top of this article it talks about how um, Remington Arms. The uh this time the Remington Outdoor Company and all its assets was sold off, but the company didn't go to just one buyer. The largest part of Remington's business was sold to Vista Outdoors for over eighty one million. Vista got Vista got Remington's ammunition plant in Arkansas oh. and the rights to use the Remington name and in trademarks. Investment there company Roundhill Group, which is from Canada, I think, um, got the original Everything non Myron non Yeah. One. yeah.
2: Okay. So they got pieces of what Remington owned just not the ammo business. That's where. It yeah. Is. Okay. So so JGE got a lot though um of it. Yeah.
0: I mean so, DPMS okay, I thought, Panther, Storm Lake AAC, H&R and Parker Brands. Yeah.
2: Got it. All right, I stand corrected. cuz there's a lot of articles talking about JJE putting in the bid for six. Well, initially that's
0: yeah, initially that's the way it was going to go and they were going to but that's not but that's not how it wound up at the end. I think
2: gotcha. um well, now and now we know see yeah. i i, can, oh, I admit are, I, I think are
0: going to crank
1: those machines back on and start turning out these rifles again or is that just gone
0: uh we have to see uh <laughs> i mean i don't think we're seeing any of this while we're in covid mode which is obviously going to continue for a couple of years yeah. here um i know that there are things coming out so so for example bushmaster i don't have it here we're going to do something on it soon bushmaster put out a two-stage trigger there's rumors that there's stuff coming out from Bushmaster. So I'm sure that all all these companies have different things that they're gonna do with those with those brands and we're gonna see some of those guns come out again. But exactly how I'm not hundred percent sure. And I don't think they're talking about it. Um
1: oh, SHOT Show should be exciting.
0: If it goes down, you guys think Shot Show actually going down? I mean, NRA obviously got canceled. That's no. something Smash Time I don't and I think were it's talking about. Go down, You're a no. Go
1: well, there there's another big show here in Houston called Break Bulk, which is about four times the size of NRA. And uh, they're still pushing along with that, man. They're, they said they're going to do vaccine verification at the door to go to that. But I'm pretty sure that's going to get canceled.
0: Yeah, so I know with the NRA, one of the big things that they were saying that they canceled is because of COVID. Companies are pulling out because of the COVID thing. So right now, we're not hearing that about SHOT Show necessarily, but I am seeing things, because I go to other shows in Vegas, and I'm seeing things where Vegas rules says for those kinds of shows that they want you to have the, the, either the COVID vaccine, and if not, they're going to be testing you constantly while you're there. You got to wear masks and do a whole bunch of other things. So I'm just wondering how long it is before, even for SHOT Show, the companies come in and go, okay, that's it, we're not, we're not going to do that. And then SHOT Show starts pulling out. or SHOT Show, And SHOT Show last year waited until the last minute to cancel. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm getting... I mean, they're still trying to sell booths at SHOT Show. I just got a thing today, and I'm just... I'm not going to put any... I mean, I plan to attend, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to go down as a vendor just because I think I realistically... And and I'm in driving distance of Vegas. It's only five and a half, six hours for me to go to Vegas from Salt Mm -hmm. Lake. Mm -hmm. But um, I just I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just looking at the numbers of COVID here in Utah. Mm -hmm. And I just I have a hard time believing by January that this thing's not going to be really bad. Looking at the trajectory of where the numbers are going right now. um, Yeah, I mean, we're, we're,
0: we're starting to hear rumblings of a fourth strain or something like that, aren't we? Look man
2: it's life. always going to be around
1: it's it's no, it's never going to go it's, away. It's, there's no cure the, it's, all, it's like the cold you just got to deal with it mm-hmm.
2: Well here's the problem with that is that one this is likely not a so you're getting me into a tangent. I, I not I'm not gonna do it. Never mind. All right, guys, I do have to bail. Oh, you're out. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, wait. I do, what's going I, on here? No, I actually, I do, I do really need to uh-huh. jump, though. Okay, um, um, but because I, I just came we... off another interview.
0: Okay, did we sell all the? Did we sell all the receivers? Did all the receivers sell? Uh,
2: not yet, but they about half of them are sold out already. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 11 12 looks like 12 or 13 are still available so okay, 12 or 13 they're about half still sold remain. out
0: okay all right of the 25.
2: So, so it looks like they're yeah. half they've already sold half of them
0: yeah so like here let me this is the website apm80.com 80. if you guys are interested Correct. and if you have tusk you can go there and if you get a chance and you can help out gorillas and guns to get his act together
2: yeah I mean, absolutely. he's only had would, uh,
0: weeks of you know all
2: right well we'll we'll get them sorted out
0: yeah absolutely um all right thanks I, i'm not gonna hold you rob i'll let I, you i appreciate oh, it Ron, i I, I,
2: lit- I literally gotta go somewhere i got someone at the door so okay i'll talk to you guys later. nice to talk to you Smash thanks, man. Third time, okay. whatever whatever you are
0: yeah Bye. <laughs> <Smash die. laughs> nice <it>.
2: you
0: <laughs> okay there we go um oh, i almost got him going
1: i almost got yeah. him going
0: yeah, Kiaski says. Well, now I want to know what Rob's gonna say. <laughs> You're gonna have to tune back in, <laughs> and he wants to know what receivers. Yeah, we just showed it. That website apm 80com is selling eighty uh, percent. Here, should I show it again? Let me see. I'll throw. Yeah, it like here. I know
1: absolutely nothing about cryptocurrency, man. So,
0: so this, uh, so. And each one of them is listed on here. So the ones that say sold out, that particular number is gone. And what it is, these are 80% receivers, but they're limited edition. So when you click on them here, they actually have a number, like this is 19 of 25. And you can go and for um, if for the exchange rate of Tusk to dollars, it would be $195. So if you have Tusk um, or if you've signed up a, a Tusk Crypto, created a wallet and bought any tusk you can use that i think um as rob was saying 195 bucks is somewhere right now exchange rate about uh 2 million tusk you know if you look at it i mean if you know if you look at the rate of exchange here um yeah you know it's uh i forgot i had that here i know
1: know he says he doesn't want to talk about price but that's a Mm -hmm. that's a big selling point people want to buy and invest in the winners and I know he has other motives behind it, but you gotta—if your stuff isn't a, a winning commodity or winning crypto, then people aren't gonna want to buy it.
0: Yeah, but that's on like the right path. Yeah, that's for people to make. Right now, it's a fraction of a penny, is what it is, right? And you know what he's really saying is obviously what they're looking for is people to adopt it. And then use it so that you're going to buy something. You can do the exchange rate, whatever it is, and go use that thing. One of the problems that's happening with Bitcoin is people are just buying and holding Bitcoin. I mean, one Bitcoin is about what? It's, I think that's like, like 46000 40, Yeah, something like that right now. So that's not necessarily where he's looking for it to go. Um, Jackie April says $195 for a strip lower. It's a, it's a special. eighty percent lower yeah it's a yeah it's a 80 percent lower but it's a special no, I've seen, have you ever and seen vanessa kitty says one? it's currently point 0. zero let me see zero 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 so four zeros nine seven seven per tusk currently so the thing here here's the thing about it right and you know there there are a whole bunch of things going on with this and as i said already like you know um uh uh, Tusk does sponsor the show and all that kind of stuff, right? So, you know, at some point, if this starts to get adopted, it's not going to stay there, and it and where it's at right now is not where it's always yeah. been. But if you're getting to if you're getting into it for an investment, that's your choice to make. Where you say, okay, I'm going to get into this, and then it's gonna it's gonna go up and be worth a dollar or whatever. But that's not really the intention of why these guys are putting it together. They're trying to create an infrastructure so that we could take dollars that we have and translate it so that we could do business with each other. And I would just say that that's more important to us. But yes, right now, while all the ducks are getting put in a row, so for example, for people to easily go and buy Tusk or take Tusk and take it from Tusk to dollars and dollars to Tusk, etc., Um, which is a payment gateway, while all of that's being set up, you know, when that actually happens and people start adopting it and using it, sure, it's going to go up if that's, you know, if you're looking at it investment-wise. But if that's the only way that we look at it as gun guys, we're the ones that are going to wind up not having anything to be able to do our stuff with. And if it seems like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's impossible, um Operation Choke Point, I would I would tell you to Google that. <laughs> Have you ever Googled oh, yeah. Operation Choke Point?
1: No. But you know, it's funny, I used to I used to listen to a lot of Alex Jones as a joke back in California mm-hmm. and I was working graveyard and I thought this mm-hmm. guy's whack job. Half the stuff he said came true. hmm Which blows you away.
0: Yeah. So Operation you know? so, Choke Point is something that they came up with uh a while back to use to cut off drug dealers and terrorists and stuff like that from being able to finance the bad things they do, right? Sounds great, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Sounds like a good idea. Until they started using that against the firearms industry. You know? So when people take these things that exist out there and say, okay, well, we're going to use it against the firearms industry and use that to combat you know, or to create gun control... Uh, or to combat gun yeah. violence or whatever, I'm using air quotes for people who are listening, um, then then what happens is all of a sudden they can choke off the firearms industry from being able to do anything. And they've tried this, and people in the firearms industry have gone through that. There's been companies that refuse to accept online credit card payments for the firearms industry. Yeah. You know?
1: 100%. Like, you know, yeah. had, last night with Gun broker, you mm. know, that was weird that that um, my payment wasn't gonna go through and then all of a sudden, it, uh, Chase just froze my account for, you know, they they flagged it as fraud. I had to wait mm-hmm. till this morning mm-hmm. to uh,
0: call him. Did you get it worked out?
1: Yeah, I still got the gun.
0: Oh, okay. Now, yeah, I'm oh, a gun broker what? at night,
1: is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so when what did Chase say when you called room? him? Oh, nothing. They said, "Oh, well, you know, we we thought there was fraud on your account, so we just uh, put a hold on it." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Well, you've never done that for anything else,
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a little suspicious that they did that."
1: I think yeah. you know, I I absolutely think this test stuff is on the right path because you gotta protect. I mean, it's a small investment to protect your future, so. Yeah, I mean, as soon as it—what did he call it? As soon as it uh, jacks right or splits or, or
2: forks. whatever that is, forks.
1: Like, yeah, as soon as it, as soon as it stops forking,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna probably buy a couple
1: hundred bucks just to have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And again, I I remember my friends telling me about Bitcoin years ago, and it was like $600 for fake money. I'm like, that's crazy. Who would do that? I should I have should have bought. At the time, it was like $600. I was like, Damn.
0: yeah Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, I mean, do you understand yeah. the whole decentralized concept? Yeah. Or the idea. Or, or, so how do you see it? If I could put you on the spot here for a sec.
1: All right, decentralized I mean, you don't want all your eggs in one basket. So you got to have different forms of currency, right?
0: Well, or what it is, so for example, voting right this is something that we all recently had a lot have a, have had a lot of trepidation about about the voting process because the voting process is in the hands of individual states and even inside of states in in individual counties have board of elections and everyone's deciding this is how we're going to do it blah, blah blah you know it gets complicated no one believes in the process anymore and that's because the government, from from the federal government all the way down to the local municipalities, are controlling voting. Right. Therefore, it's now open to a lot of fraud, um, tampering, etc. We don't have any kind of faith in it. So, decentralizing voting would be would be equal to would be a similar thing to like how Bitcoin is decentralizing banking. So, banking, credit cards, all that kind of stuff is government controlled. Um, everyone has their hands on the scale or in the pie and all that kind of stuff. Right. But when we're doing banking, if you decentralize it, so in other words, you take it away from the government and you put it into like how like Rob was explaining that the way this functions is the people who own the coins can vote on whatever happens. So, if for example, if forking it off into something else, everyone has to agree to that. You know, but other than that, it's a more democratic thing where people aren't looking at what you look like, what your politics are and all that when they do stuff. And really we need something like that for right. voting, for banking. We need those kinds of things that are decentralized, take taken away from the government um, or corporations, for example, right? So um, I think we need more stuff like that. and that's why Bitcoin is so popular over gold. Or or over the dollar, for example, or even over the stock market, where the government is able to put a heavy hand in there on the scale and push things in one direction, these are things that don't see that. You know? Or aren't... You, they can't manipulate that easily. Of course, the government can always come in and declare something illegal. You know? And try to to make that stick. But even in, even in that, they really actually cannot go in there uh china is always trying to that's one of the reasons why you'll see bitcoin drop because china goes oh well it's illegal now yeah right but it doesn't really it doesn't take it out right because this is something completely separate from any government places and that's based that's built on the blockchain so even though you don't actually see your bitcoin the blockchain is the system of like let's let's put it like in the cloud there's a system of, of computers and servers verifying every transaction that's happening in Bitcoin and that's called the blockchain. Right? Yeah. So that can be used to decentralize a lot of things. So when Rob was talking about there's mines and that's like, you know, that's like a Facebook or a Twitter kind of thing, or there's Odyssey TV that's like YouTube and all those kinds of things um, are on the block are on the blockchain. They're also decentralized. From for example, what was it we had Parlor? Parlor was using Amazon servers. So what two things happened with Parlor? The apps were on uh, the Apple Store and uh, what's the the Android? Yeah, the Android Store. Yeah. So those two things said, oh, you don't have. We're not going to give people access to this app. And then they killed it. And then also the servers on Amazon were like because they killed you from getting the app, but you could still access Parlor. Right, but then the people—I think it was was, Amazon—was the server for that, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to pull that too. Done with Parler." So if you now look at Minds or Odyssey, which are using uh, blockchain uh, as the backbone of it, they could they could tell you you can't access that, you can't buy that app anymore, but you can still have access to it because it's decentralized from the major server companies out there like Google, Amazon, etc. You know, so we need to do more stuff like that and take it away from people. I think it's what we need to do with voting. Right.
1: Yeah. Especially after the last go around was nuts. It's absolutely nuts.
0: Yeah. Uh, What is this DLD? Uh, Let's see what he says here. He says, what if you what if you were told you were only allowed to use your money for groceries and fuel? And all money was digital and completely controlled by the government. They could kill the firearm industry in one swoop. Yeah, we're already we're already there. If pe- but people just don't realize it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> especially now they're opening up all that legislation to sue these firearm manufacturers.
0: Yeah, that's just a de facto around you know because of the way our legal system is. Even though it's illegal to do that. There's still places going, oh, yeah, you could do it. So that forces the companies to have to go to court and fight things or file for bankruptcy. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different it's things gonna happening.
1: It's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, you know, I think our legal system should be decentralized, man. Yeah, <laughs> <You laughs> yeah. that would be great. There's a lot of things that we're doing should, that should be decentralized, where something was just looking at it in terms of right or wrong. Ones or zeros. What's the law? What's not the law? You understand? There's a law that indemnifies the firearms companies just like it indemnifies lots of industries. You know, not if, this, if the firearms industry, if let's say a company deliberately makes a bad gun that they know are hurting people uh, because they're firing when they're not supposed to or just exploding or whatever, they're not indemnified from that. They can get sued for that. And it happens. But right. the idea that you could sue a company because someone used a gun, that's insanity. And guess what would happen if they let's take it past what it would do to the industry if they allow that they're still going to allow cops to have guns right So but if they allow the companies to be sued what are they going to say that if a cop uses the gun they can't be sued I mean it's a it's a crazy okay. path to go down it's like someone uses a Ford in order to commit a crime and then the the you know someone could go sue them because they used a Ford you know so um, C6LED L- uh, says we're living in the matrix
1: yeah it's my buddy Mike love yeah. that guy
0: Yeah. so we need, we, we need to separate from these kinds of things for people to really be free of the government and the government always being able to uh, manipulate I think what's going on
1: well so, I mean you know just the government if they wanted to could just shut us all down immediately that's why you got all these youtubers trying to make a living off youtube when you know with the click of a button you're gone your history Mm -hmm. Um, i think youtube should be kind of strictly a hobby because if you try and rely on it as your income
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you 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 know you make one bad video or you say something that you know some guy in india that's looking at your video doesn't like and you're gone man
0: i think so but if you look at the big youtubers like um What's the name of the guy that got in trouble for putting the video of the suicide forest, for example? Jake in Japan? Yeah, Jake Paul. If you look at those guys, they try to shut them down. The YouTube because those guys are diversified in what they do on YouTube, so YouTube pulled monetization from them, but that didn't really shut them down. Those guys well, are they selling were already
1: t- at that size, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, but they're Jake selling. Paul, but they're selling T-shirts and doing other things, so. I, I agree with what you're saying, but the thing is is that if you diversify what you're doing, the, the folks out there that are following you are real people. The question is, do you have access to them if YouTube takes it away? And that's why a lot of us um, are spending time like building our email lists and, and having yeah. real-life relationships with these folks out there, because if you have that, you could still do things. So YouTube could take that away from you, But you still have an ability to access the folks who support you and therefore keep moving that's what happened to alex jones they shut him down on all platforms alex jones is still out there we're all still supporting him
1: yeah i mean i kind of miss that crazy guy Mm
0: -hmm. he was
1: great Mm -hmm. he was hilarious man i used to really dig his his tangents but yeah. Like I I made it a point to, to like I do my meet and greets every um, like two months. I'll do a meet and greet where I'll, I'll physically mm-hmm. meet a whole bunch of subscribers and that's cool. And then um, I do like my 10,000 subscriber giveaway and I got everybody's email list for that. I mean, I yeah. got tons and tons and tons of emails and I'm thinking about um, compiling that. Start doing like a once a month email blast. Just, hey, mm-hmm. I'm here. This is what we're going to do.
0: But, I think that's what you should absolutely do, man. I think that's what we should all be doing. That's where we can have some kind of ownership over our audience, and that's yeah, what that's what YouTube can't take away. And one day, with that, one day YouTube will be passé, man. Like freaking, uh, what was it, MySpace? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't
0: think they. MySpace. I don't think they realize that they can lose it. They can lose it, because here's the reason why they don't actually kick off Jake Paul or any of the Paul brothers, or there's a whole ton of them now, right? Because that guy probably has somewhere between 20 and 30 million followers. Let's just talk about, if they have 10 million email connections, right? Hardline connections to the people who follow them, anywhere they go, that's instantly 10 million people. So just think about this. Trump, when he was deplatformed everywhere... On Twitter alone was about to to break the records and go over a hundred million people following him on Twitter.
1: Yeah, that's why I joined.
0: Twitter. Think about. Yeah. Just think about that. Trump. If so, let's say he only had half of those people, 50 million people. Trump can email those people tomorrow. Dude, he could go anywhere, start anything and he could say to those people, "Hey, guess what? 50 million people, I'm on so and so. If only 10 million of them responded, that thing's off and running."
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, this is where we can have ownership. Now, can they take away the emails from us? I guess. But it's it's up mm-hmm. to if if we keep giving them them that ability um, you know, then, then that's the thing. You know, we have to like figure out ways of taking the ability for them to shut that off. Because I think they could shut off um, the emails. I think Kiasky. E, let's see what he's saying. He says, "And once you get emails, what can you do with them?" Question mark. Can you go to sponsors and be like, "I have this many people listening or following me, and monetize it without selling the email addresses?" Yep, I think that's I up think to that's, you. Yeah,
1: that's the thing too. It's like I, I I've noticed a lot of new YouTubers. Um, not putting the work in and still wanting you know they think it's a quick easy way to make money mm-hmm. YouTube it's not they're like oh you know I, personally I think if you try and make your living off YouTube you're crazy well you know you got to put four or five years into it and then you can you know make something out of it but you have all these guys that are doing it like three four or five months they're like oh man um, oh, oh, well, YouTube is blocking me, and that's why my content's not out there. No, for the most part, a lot of their content is crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, don't, they're no, they don't want to put the work in to, to get to that level. I mean, how long have you been doing this, Hank?
0: Um, I've been doing this almost nine years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. when you look at Hickok, yeah. and you look at
1: um, all these other big channels. They put their work in, mm-hmm. you know.
0: But I think uh, that that's channel, with anything, right?
1: Don't you my think channel that's was I kind of thinking? a fluke. Mm-hmm. You know, I got on this ammo kick and it took off and I got like 10,000 subs in a few months,
0: which was cool.
1: But I got a family. I, I'd rather play with my kids than make videos.
0: Yeah. Look, I think it's with anything that anyone does for a living. You have to work hard. Now, you, you need to be intelligent and you need to, to, to see trends and things like that. And just working hard alone is not going to bring it to you, or just being talented alone is not going to give it to you. But let's take it away from YouTube. And I know we're running a little late here, but the thing is, let's say you were selling lemonade. You know, a lot of folks out there are like, oh, you little girl, you start selling lemonade. That's cute. That's never going to go anywhere. There are some people who have taken that thing from selling lemonade in front of their house and made it into having a whole lemonade company and all of that. But it's and it might look like an overnight success, but it's hard work of all these it's different rules. Yeah. And ultimately, everyone, you have to build a customer base.
1: Success. Mm-hmm. Like, Hank, people see you and they see your success. They don't know you've been doing it nine freaking years. man. Or you yeah. see a lot of these other YouTubers that are, you know, they're they're here now, like Demolition Ranch. Mm-hmm. He wasn't mm-hmm. like that five years ago. You know, mm-hmm. six years ago, he was just a struggling YouTuber like everyone else. Mm-hmm. But he puts in a lot of work.
0: Yeah. To be I'm successful, like, oh, it takes a lot of work. It's not easy. It's not 100%. just talent alone. It's not just luck. It is talent, luck, hard work, uh, timing, <laughs> persistence. No, it's dedication of time. So you <laughs> yeah. t-
1: take, my, take my channel, for instance. When I first started, I blew up pretty quick, and but then I wasn't working a real job. Mm-hmm. And my kids were super busy with school. So I had a lot of time to spend. And, and you can tell, you know, if you mm-hmm. stop making videos every week, mm-hmm. the algorithm kind of kicks you out of the loop. If you're not doing five, six videos a week, you lose favor. And mm-hmm. uh, it came to points point for me where I'm like, man, I'd, I'd much rather just sit and draw pictures with my son and spend time with my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I went from five, six videos a week to like maybe two. Okay. But. I mean, I'll probably get back in. I got so much stuff to review, so much good stuff. I got this Kimber 1911 to bash because it's a piece of trash. Um, Mm -hmm. Got a lot of stuff to do.
0: C6 is giving me some kudos. He says, Hank, you're amazing. Your wisdom gives me hope, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, That's one of the sharpest guys.
0: If you're relying on my wisdom, you're in big trouble. Lola's out there like, oh, this poor guy. <laughs> don't rely on my wisdom, <laughs> but no, I, I appreciate a, you know, it. I, I take mean, it. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like when I see your your live chats, I don't understand why you don't have ten times the people watching.
0: It's the, a great show. YouTube physically has put um, barriers in front of this show. That's why yeah. they've done they've done the same thing with my main my main channel. I have one hundred and seventeen thousand subscribers. That's not the biggest in the world, but. Um, I mean, when I had 20,000 subscribers, I got more views than I have with 117,000 subscribers because they've deliberately put blocks in front of what I do as a gun guy, and they've identified me. Newer gun guys can actually do better because YouTube hasn't identified them yet. The same thing with this podcast. With this podcast, even before, I don't think we have like 8,000 subscribers here even, but when we had about 1,000 or 2,000, we would just do big numbers, Uh, comparatively, but then they put these blocks in. Now, I have a separate channel that I do car stuff on, and that has no blocks in the way. Yeah, and if you look there, you'll see, I think I just hit 7,000 subscribers, but there's videos on there that will do a quarter million views, or 100,000 views, or 50,000 views. So they physically put blocks in the way, and like you were saying, in order for me to survive, it's a lot of other things going on. That allows me to survive doing what I'm right. doing. Um,
1: but all that came through hard work, years of hard work. Yeah, and, and hard uh, work
0: still now man, all keep, the time. I yeah, I run into so
1: many new YouTubers now that just think it's gonna be, mm-hmm. you know, next week. You know, I'm gonna reach out and I'm gonna make a deal with uh, Sig. I'm like, okay, yeah. keep, keep, keep dreaming.
0: Yeah. Uh, Joe Sue says, look at Power Automate and use that to blast an email notification when you go live. Let's we'll, we'll look into that. We'll, we'll, oh, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah, I'll look that up and see. We do have an email list, and this is why I keep telling well, I just folks. Thought having,
1: I just thought having Flying Rich on here all the time was the big YouTube block.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> that's probably what's holding me right now. I'm just kidding. Um, listen, uh, I
1: love the, that guy.
0: One of the ways that we survive is we kind of have like a circle of people that we do stuff with. There's folks who come in and watch this show no matter what. They're always here, tuning in, looking at it and keeping everything going. And there's a bunch of people who come on and who look at it who comment like you always do. Um, even when you're not on, you're in here and you, you're talking to the folks and all of that. And ultimately, they can't stop us. Like what we're doing is the now and the future. They can only stop us by discouraging us and getting us to give up. But every day we're working on ways of taking down the fences um, and the moats that they put in front of us. So, you know, um, DLD after Dark, says he has to run, we we have to run also because we're right. way over time here. Um, you know, but let me let me get you to tell the folks out there how you can uh, how they can support you, where they could find you, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know.
1: I started out my channel doing just ammo runs, having a good time, uh, connecting with viewers. I love hanging out with subscribers. It's, uh, it's a blast for me. Um, you can find me at smash time. Um, just, just Google or just go on YouTube at smash time ammo. And you know, my picture will come up. It'd be great if you subscribe to my channel, you can always unsubscribe if you don't like it. But, um, I literally have, Thirty reviews in the books, that mm-hmm. just written down. I, I didn't have time to do it. This, the next week or two, I'm just gonna churn them out because I got so much stuff to to go over. Yeah.
0: And Listen, man, you're life. just coming off of COVID and stuff like that. You know, it's nothing wrong with you taking a little break and recharging your batteries. Do, I tell do you what, you could do. Man, the,
1: the residual from COVID is just. I'm exhausted, man. Even mm-hmm. just driving to the grocery store,
0: mm-hmm.
1: opening a bottle of pop, man. It, it's it's uh, that's the only thing I have residual. They said that's gonna last maybe a couple more weeks.
0: But
1: yeah. Okay. take your vitamins, folks. Everyone take your vitamins. If you're husky and you don't have the best diet in the world, make up for it. Get your get your six hours. Take your vitamins. Because I I'm not I still don't wear a mask. I still mm-hmm. shake everyone's hand. Mm-hmm. But man,
0: yeah,
1: if you get it, might as well use all the ammunition you can to, to fight it.
0: Yeah, man, just listen, just keep kicking ass, man. You'll get back in your momentum. Um, Armament and Axes is, is asking me to give uh, give a shout out to the mods. He says, OK, shout out to the mods and all the folks out <laughs> there. I appreciate all you guys, I like that. everyone who's out there. Um, so listen, we're going to do this. I'm going to run in the end. You're going to come. We're going to come back and you're going to leave these guys with some words of wisdom. But I would say keep doing what you do, man. I really like you. You're a very positive person. I think you're very encouraging uh and motivational to everyone and i hope you keep doing this you just gotta uh just keep pushing back on that resistance until you get back to your normal selves and then you'll be out there kicking all asses right. all over again i'm gonna run in the end big thanks to harry's holsters for supporting the show um you can go to harrysholsters.com and use the code hank strange and you save yourself some money tell them you found out about this from us all right let me run the end in. we'll be right back with some words of wisdom mm. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching. Make sure you smash the thumbs-ups, ring the bell, all that kind of good stuff. We're going to rip the audio out of this and put it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to listen to audio podcasts so you can listen to us in your car, wherever you go. That side of this, <laughs> the audio podcast side of this, is ever-growing, man, and it's an awesome, amazing thing. And um, you know uh, i really do appreciate all the people around the world and here in america that are looking and listening to this um shout out to all your folks out there like c6 l um uh leds is out there um let's see uh who is this absolutely yeah absolute misty says hey smash good to see you um (laughs) you know uh 2 A carrier says hank help out with the 2 A movement there you go uh, Richard Mondo says thanks. So thanks to all those people. What's your words of wisdom, man?
1: My words of wisdom is this, you know, we're two A people, but a lot of us are not social. So the next time you see someone struggling or someone that kind of wants to start shooting, take them on your dollar, take them to the range, get them active in the shooting, because everyone we get new is another vote we have for our cause. So step out of your comfort zone. When you see somebody, introduce yourself Hey, you want to shoot? Let's go shoot some guns and then get them interested in the sport. Just have fun.
0: Absolutely. Totally agree with that. Thanks so much, Smash Time. We'll have him on here again. We'll we'll keep track of him, man. We're not going to let him uh, slow down here. You got to get you got to get into gear, man. Start kicking more butts. All right. OK, yeah. we're, we're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We're out. Peace.
1: All right.